exactly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of us smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Well, welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And we are here on 920. Well, I was going to change, I was originally going to change the 920 with a little scribble scrabble and make it look like 420. That was going to be my intro page, but mm. whatever. Nice. It's something 20. Um, <coughs> we will have the kid in the studio for real. This is no bullshit. I know nobody cares, but <laughs> if they did care, he's really coming. In case you care. In coming. case you care. Well, I think actually, funny enough. No, I think they care. Joel cares. Because yeah. <laughs> Joel I saw that. reminded me about how we shocked him, for how we shocked the kid to That's get right. for money for his kid. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but we will have the kid in the studio. And then um, call, calling in any minute now, pretty in a few minutes from now, will be Abdullah Saeed will be calling in with um, David Bean and Stock. Nice. Um, they are uh, going to give us, tell us what they're up to. I guess you got, I don't know, they have some, some something up their sleeve. So they called us and wanted to be on the show. So you know, I mean, it was, that's, that's, that's when you know something's real. Right. Because uh, we're not out there begging begging them to be on the show so um and uh before all that though i just wanted to kind of touch base on a few things because today is well first of all today's a pretty crazy day there's shit going on everywhere right yeah. there's fucking climate change fucking protests going oh, on yeah. in cap hill right now kids are out of school uh but most important of course is storm area 51 right that's the most right. important thing out there i've been waiting for that to not happen forever i've been like oh yeah let's see how that goes down and to be quite honest, it's exactly what I expected, but it's actually pretty fucking cool. Like, um, you know, I would be there if I lived within a few months. If I lived within five five hours of there, I'd go. You know what I mean? If I was in Vegas or whatever, I'd be like, fuck it, let's go. Um, you guaranteed are on international news when you are there, right? There's 150 people approximately. So you want to get yourself seen around the world, perfect place to be. Um there were some pretty funny signs. <laughs> there was some pretty funny shit going on. I, I actually enjoyed it. That was, a, that was actually the first thing I checked this morning. I was like, what's going on here 51? That <laughs> was pretty funny. Wow. There yeah. you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Oh, that's the perfect time for those alien fucking costumes, too, that they keep Oh, yeah. Ah, you get about 50 of those, run around. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, clap alien cheeks. Nice. Yep. Clap your alien cheeks, baby. Uh so anyway, that was that was what I was really excited about. Um, let's see. Also, I forgot last so last week I was gonna I had a little antidote and I totally forgot about it because uh, that's the way I am, right? I have to sure. say, oh, I gotta say, I gotta tell people that one. This is pretty good though. But it was funny. Uh, so yeah, so the, like last week, right before the show, the night before the show, actually, that's why I should have remembered. Uh, went out to, went out to my car uh, late at night, like around eleven thirty, twelve, something like that. And there's a homeless guy and he's sitting there in the fucking sitting there like with just trash fucking piled around him <laughs> and he's digging through shit and he's he's like hey uh, you, you got a lighter and i was like oh, yeah let me check usually got a lighter or two in the car so i go like yeah yeah here you can have it 
and I, and I gave him some weed at the same time because I always have weed in the car to give to bumps and homeless people and anybody like sure. anybody who's really in, in need. I'll be like, here, boom. <laughs> like the best is when people are sleeping. I'll just throw it at them when I drive by. So oh, like when nice. they wake up, it's like, oh, I got oh, weed. Fucking weed there. <laughs> I love that. Um, but anyway, so I gave him some weed and he goes, uh, oh, dude, you just saved me so much time. <laughs> and I'm like, really? He's like, he's like yeah, because... Uh, you you throw away a lot of weed, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh that's, that's why my trash is fucking tore up all the time. But you know, uh, yeah, it was funny. It's like pretty much I saved him. I saved him the hassle of finding some scraps of whatever in my trash. But he's like, I thought it was hilarious. Um, the infamous Adam Dunn. Well, yeah, it's just funny because I like you know, basically, you know, a little. How much weed do you actually throw away if you're if you're a lot, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of times where just, you know, I, I, not not on purpose, and not if it's good, and usually it ends up getting turned into something. But just what we don't really think about, you know. Right. Probably he's thinking joints too, or I mean, like, like roaches and shit. Oh yeah, yeah like no. that. Mm-hmm. He must be in heaven. Yeah, for sure. Well, plus you know what it is. Huh? I don't throw away a lot of weed. Yeah. Cece throws away a lot of weed. Ah, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. that's what okay. happens. That makes more sense. Because I purpose, like I said, I don't consciously ever do it. I just assuming filters down, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like this background. Yeah, it's a cool background. Because it's sort of hard to tell if it's in the background or the foreground once I get a little smoke going. Right. Yeah, when, oh. you, when you did your dab, I pulled it up. I was like, whoa, that was weird. It like looks like you're in that room smoking. <laughs> Trippy. Yeah. Trippy. So uh, what, what'd you, what were you up to this week? Oh, man. I know every just week it's just crazy. Every time we, you come up with all these stories, they're just like nuts. Yeah. Like, nothing. Well, I encountered oh, pe- penis envy this week, and it was crazy, man. You yeah. encountered it. That sounds, that's a, you should explain what it is, because some people are like, that's weird. Yeah. No, no it's a... It's, yeah. it's a mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Those are crazy. Mm. Yep. <laughs> so that was how my week was. Well, great. Yeah. So, you know, it's, that's awesome. Uh Whew. Tried to disc golf on that. That was pretty funny. Disc golf. Yeah, it's, it's tough if you can put yourself in a situation where you actually have to do something. Yeah, those are not for that. Those no. are for incapacitated no. sitting around. Very much for so. Sure. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are not, those are no joke. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, you got to go super microdose if you want to go do stuff like that because. I took point four, and really? it fucked me up really bad. Hmm. <laughs> That's pretty, yeah, that like is real strong. So bad. What? Like, I Spun was, out, yeah. I was, yeah, oh. like really bad. <laughs> for many hours <laughs> it was crazy but yeah so that was my week super sick so uh yeah. well that's uh and was it fresh ones or they were grown pretty fresh mm. i mean i mean they're they're, dr- they're, they're dry, dry yeah. but they're they're grown pretty pretty recently yes nice yeah yeah there's some there's some fire uh fire uh said those ones were those were it's funny too because those came to amsterdam a long time ago and yeah well, these were albino penis envy. Oh my god! Yeah, so Jesus. I don't know if that means anything more or what. But I don't know. No. Me neither. What we got going on? I'm an amateur. Didn't turn off my phone before we started. Oh yeah. Just so uh, okay. So then, uh, and how how did you do it? Your uh, uh, <laughs> frisbee golf or whatever. Uh, I I mean I actually it was kind of nice to have something to put my mind to. Did you hone in or? N- I mean I didn't play especially well or anything, but I mean. It was more of like a survival thing. I was just trying to get through the round. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> sure. So I could get back home. And then right at the end of my round, my buddy lost his keys. Oh, of course he did. And I was like, oh, no, this is the worst. But yeah. he ended up 
we ended up finding him and it was all good but like, like that is about as classic as it gets right yeah there. like yeah the the bad thing happens and yep, yeah the bad thing yeah. Isn't it weird like that, though? Every time, you sh- like, especially when it's a really good time, like you're with a group. It's always in a group situation, too. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're by yourself, you can kind of, I don't know, somehow you avoid those things. Right. Like, I, I just tend to, but once you're in, like, more than four people, I guess you multiply the chances of something going weird. Yes. And, s- I don't know, it's not even that it goes weird for you. It's like you attract weirdness, of course. So, like, the combo, right. like, like, is that bus going backwards with some dude naked driving it? Like, nah. Right. But it's real, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, oh, what? <laughs> Only when you're tripping. Totally. Yeah. Yep, that's how it works out. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, I've been around. I went up to uh, was up in Medford for a minute there, checking out some of the hemp farms. It is just crazy, dude, how much uh, hemp is being grown right now. Wow, it's like everywhere. Like I went to go to the farm that I needed to go to. I passed maybe eight or nine spots, like right on the road. And then, of course, there's side roads going in, and there must be. It's just it's nuts. So this this wow. whole. Uh, this year in the whole, I mean, I'm seeing like uh, within seconds, three or four calls from people, got a million pounds, got a half a million. You know, it's like uh, definitely going to be crazy price drops and overstock and it's crazy. Wow, I mean, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's nice out. to see. But it's nice to see. You know, I mean, it's one of those things that's it's been my dream forever and now it's happening and it's almost like. When your band gets real popular and you're like, no, oh, it's starting <laughs> to happen, dude. <laughs> starting to get bummed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Well, it's not, but the thing about the hemp deal is it's not really over yet because right now everybody's like CBD fixated. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody needs to understand that that's, that's, it's going to be a blip in the radar soon because. As far as the biomass and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, everything's going to, it'll be 400 bucks, you know, four or 500 bucks max a kilo for, for isolate and everything down from there and then you start looking at the numbers and, and that won't be long you know i mean because there's going to be such a crazy amount of material on the market yeah and then plus they're going to tighten up the uh the regulations so it's going to be a lot harder for people uh to pass with their genetics that they have right now because they're going to do it all post deep carb so they're going to like actually take 300 pound lots Sample, dry, decarb, then test it. So then you're like, everybody's over the, you know, because everybody's been oh. just staying away from the regular THC and then all the THCA is going to, you know, oh. convert and then you're going to be all like, <laughs> so oh. it'll be interesting. But okay. I think the good, the good part though, is that then we will start thinking about hemp kind of the way it should be thought of, which is like corn or fucking weed or any commodity you know any just large scale grain mm-hmm. six bucks a pound you know whatever just poop in the ground lots million you know 15 million on a fucking acre right concentrate that shit you know take out mega weight from the area you know and then it's all but it's not about the refining it and all that it's just raw can you grow for both cbd and biomass at the same time is that yeah, possible and that's, and that's, that like and that's, thing? that's the ultimate that, that's exactly what I always tell everybody would be my ultimate goal if I was, you know, going to be involved in a project would be yeah. when they finally say, even if they said 1%, like 1% is like Asia is doing 1%, uh, Uruguay I believe is doing 1%, so a lot of South America, pretty much all the equatorial regions, yeah, because their plants spike, nobody can stay below the 0.3. Three, the three. Gotcha. So it's, you know, it's optimal conditions, and 
So in a way, we're all trying to grow. Like we're like, oh, slow down. Mm. Instead of <laughs> like right. making, you know, and it's crazy too because every time you get something that's really good, it's like, I mean, if it's if it's exactly the where it's at, it's perfect. But at the same time, it's so close to you know, it's like 0.27, 0.28, and then you're like, okay, that's cool. But if you start doing large numbers and you have a great year, mm. it might go over. You know what I mean? It's like so you have gotcha. to. And now with the whole conversion if you have to add all of your cannabinoids within your thc cannabinoids it's gonna be like uh-oh uh-oh wow i never even thought about that i never even heard about that decart thing <laughs> it's gonna be nationwide right now it's colorado a few states you know nebraska a couple other places mm-hmm. so like yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, and also the whole moving of product and stuff, you know. That's like another thing. You like, know. oh, okay, well, here it's like this number and there it's that number. And I don't know. It's going to get, it's going to get, inter- it's going to be a shakeout in that department. And then, uh, but from a grower's point of view, it's beautiful to see fucking acres and acres of plants. And sure. you can start to see some, like, you know, it's even like, a, it's funny because it's almost like a regular grow where you're like, if I could just have a whole room of that plant. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And same with these fields where you just walk around and you're like, holy shit. Like, there's some, there's a lot of variables within a lot of the genetics that are out there right now. Right. Because nobody's really been doing it more than five years, six years. Some, maybe some have, but for the most part, as far as doing any numbers and being able to, uh, to do it proper, like, yeah, it's, it's everybody's probably within the same realm of about five years or so. Right. And less than that, mostly, and working off of other people's stuff. And anyway, I see a, I see some interesting things coming around the corner. Sure, cool, man. But uh, yeah, like I said, I saw bite farms. It was like some really crushing. Some like some people were just the guy. One of the guys was telling me that there was people putting things in the ground. I was there two days ago, and they were putting things in a week before that. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, right. why would you even think, especially in Oregon? I mean, it's like, it is rainy as fuck there. Yeah. And that's the crazy part about also seeing is like, you're looking at these, you know, you never know with the weather. Because a lot of people are just getting split plants because it's so heavy, you know, and they get hit with a big rain right at harvest time. Oh, yeah. <sighs> but. Yeah, right. But it goes on, but it keeps moving on, which is great, you know, and it's just cool to see, like, <laughs> and it's like, it, I think we're at that weird stage, too, there are all these people who are doing big projects. Mm-hmm. They're, it's, it's funny how, like, it doesn't work like it, uh, where you can just take a, an indoor grow and look at an outdoor grow or look at a grow, but in a way, they are kind of all interconnected, and you start to see, like, there's that moment where you think you did it all right, and then you realize you got to upgrade everything, because... You, you know, that's the way it works. And it's kind of like we're, we're hitting those strides in the hemp game, too, here, where as far as harvest equipment and, like, the reality of drying and the amount of drying, it's just stepped up so much in the last year. Like, everyone's yeah. now taking it fucking seriously, where it's like, oh, okay, now I see, you know, people are talking, you know, be able to do, like, 50,000 pounds a day, you know what I mean? Boom, dry, like, in and out and moving and, and kind of... Th- so, and that's not even the biggest. That's just, you know sort of middle ground and people are having to take those kind of considerations you know but yeah i don't think a lot of people actually did that in the very very beginning until no, they no 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 because <laughs> everyone's so like get them in the ground right and right now it's like where the fuck are we gonna do with all this shit because it does produce a lot right 
Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are dealing <laughs> with that, trying to deal with uh, how much they put in the ground afterwards, you know, and uh-huh. not really, and maybe uh, underestimating the work it was going to take. Always. As a rule of thumb, everybody underestimates harvest, um, both, or overestim- everyone overestimates the yield, but they underestimate the work. And in hemp, it's just fucking that much more. And then, and then of course, you got to get that shit to market. And it's just, like I was saying, I get in front, I'm getting literally text after text from people who are trying to, like, front, like, get, they're about to harvest, you know? And I mean, it's like, there's so many steps from the t- point that, like, right. oh, we'll be ready, and you know? It's like, no, no, no. I'm not even, like, <laughs> take, taking those calls right now. I'm just like, sure. okay, I'm not even going to bother, because it's going to be headaches, but it's going to be a lot of good, I mean, it's good for the, good for the world. I mean, anything, growing lots of plants on that scale the footprints are becoming substantial in their own right. I mean, maybe not on a compared to corn or whatever, but I think per, per plant unit, you know what I mean? The cannabis and hemp are both so much more vigorous and more good for the soil and more, you know, like just more of a all around fucking better plant to be grown in large scale like that, that it'll be cool to see in like five years in some of those places that have grown year after year in the same spot and seeing if that soil got better because a lot of a lot of the shit is kind of like we're just making it up right now you know we don't know as far as what jack told us and you know what we all read like oh it doesn't need pesticides doesn't need fertilizers right. and it's true it's happening but it's also not not the way that we're used to it so right oh jesus <laughs> entourage 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 yes all right. Uh, yeah, he's here. Oh, Jesus. They're going nuts, dude. They're, They're rioting in the streets. Yep. The kid is back. He's back in the saddle. He doesn't have to do anything. The sound will probably stay good all t- show long. We won't even know. <laughs> we won't even feel like the kid's here. Oh, he's here. He's not in the background. What's up? Flickering. Did you love our graphics? That, that was great. Thing? It was lovely. It was super uh, professional. Uh, Yo, uh, this is fucking dope, though. Super professional, wasn't it? Where am I? Oh, uh, it's delayed, huh? Delayed, dude. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're not yeah. even here yet. This, this is pretty cool, either. though, bro. This is pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Stepping it up in the world, bro. You know? Save it. Save it. Yeah. Well, How are you? Good? I'm great. It's good to see you. I'm great. The, oh, there uh, I am. Oh, look. Here he is. Damn, repping herbs. Look how good you look. Look how good you look. Herbs, man. Look how tight. <laughs> oh, the kid, he's back. It's like I never left. That's crazy. Except you're calm, so you we have to rile you up soon. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, man, it won't take long. What about all but the all the new apartment complexes and all the crazy oh stuff going in? Jesus. How long have you been gone for? Uh, I haven't been here in a year. Yeah, yeah, October. That was you just didn't pay attention. Basically, is what happened. Crazy. But there is a lot of there's no, there's, you know, Denver's Especially in Boulder. Den- well, I don't know. I don't go to Boulder. Bro. A lot of stuff going up yeah. there. Yeah, fucking up all the views of flat irons. It's crazy. Well, that will be funny because I have, I don't go there that often. So places like that. It was almost like when I went up Brighton Boulevard here, which is where um, two shout out to two. Uh, I messaged him yesterday. I was like, "You coming to Denver?" He's like, "What's in Denver?" Uh, I'm like, "Me, motherfucker." That's what's in Denver. The grow that he was at was on this on Brighton Boulevard, and it was the first place that I went to, first grow that I went to here to check out. Kind of, I dare dare you, I call it professional, I guess. Okay. Professional grow. No, yeah. Well, you never know it too, right? Oh, is this the call? Let's see. We got sight. Abdullah. Yeah. Welcome to the hey, Abdullah. Welcome to the Abdullah. David. Oh, it's Mr. Beanstalk. How you doing, bro? Good. What's happening? 
Uh, I'm all set up on Skype, too, if you want to do that. Yeah, what you got? You got a green screen and make it all pro, or what? <laughs> I have a nice background. You have a nice background. You could be like a little block. You can be a block in our corner, sure. We can't graphically, <laughs> we can't graphically like, cut you in and make you look as cool as the kid. Oh. No, that's, uh, the thing is, I have a microphone hooked into my computer, so it'll sound a lot better. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, give a call back. We're just we're just chilling. We're just starting the show, so give a call. Okay, uh, do you have my Skype thing? Can you call me? I don't know. Uh, no, we no. don't. We don't do that stuff. Can you just call Adam Dunshow? Oh, just call the Adam Dunshow. Call. It's Adam Dunshow all. Call you on. Yeah. Wh- what's the Skype? Adam Dunshow. Adam, okay. Adam D U N N show, all one word. Okay, I'll call you in a second. All right, cool. All right. The kid all backwards. Oh Jesus! Oh kid Jesus! Needs a, kid needs a dab. That's what he needs. What do we got? We got anything good over here? Nothing. Oh, what do you got? You got anything? Yeah, I got dabs. Yeah, so I got tasty nothing. over there. He's got the tasty tabs right now. I, I, I see. I'm scared now. Now I don't even. Now I'm just smoking weed again. No, I have to. Let's see what we got going. So. Oh, now you're taking over the whole screen, bro. No. <laughs> I'll let him. I'll let him figure it out. What's going on? Cool. I, I got to get him on here anyway, so. Yeah. All right. So the kid and, oh. And the, and the pregnant the wife. Preg- right? she's barefoot? Is she barefoot? Yeah. She is. She's got shoes on. Oh. They're just low cut. got to come in barefoot at least. So I can ex- at least say barefoot and pregnant. Yeah, the kid's going to have a The kid, kid keeps crazy, a barefoot right? and pregnant, walks six feet behind me, a <laughs> slapper. Well, it's funny. I, I, we were in Boulder just now, and I, I like ran across the street when cars were coming and kind of left her behind. Yeah. There was like an old couple behind me that like uh, tossed their hands up. Like, I pointed to her like, she's pregnant. You just left her behind. Oh, my God. I'm pretty God. sure she across the street on her own, though. You, so. got, you got razzed. You got razzed. But hello there, Mr. Beanstalk. How are you? Very good. What's happening, man? It's been a long time. Yes, uh, and well, we 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 sort of see each other on the on yeah. the cusps, you know. Here, like, hey, <laughs> hey, man. Uh, but uh, what's going on, my friend? We we uh, we're getting him to call in separately, or is he gonna be? We're gonna do a. You're the replacement. Um, let me let me let me hit him up real quick. Sorry, I was a, a minute late running around L.A. Oh, it'd be to be expected, of course, of course. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no problem. We're rolling joints. Talking about Area Fifty One earlier before he, the kid got here. I was that was my that was my excitement of the morning. I was. Yeah, whatever happened to that? How come it nobody went stormed off, it? Right? They did. They, they didn't did. storm it, but they're there. They're How doing a party. You saw the party? They got inside. No, they didn't, no, they didn't oh, get yeah. inside. <laughs> come on, dude. There's but nothing there. Anyway. There was helicopters and tanks, and that's cool enough. Yeah. Well, that that's I mean that's there, but there's nothing else there. They didn't keep anything else there. Not that there wasn't anything there. It's just I don't think there's. Oh, anything kid, there come anymore. on. Of course, there's aliens there. Just hanging I out. think that they keep them probably closer here in Colorado somewhere is what I would assume. Somewhere in the fucking mountains, you know. It's too dry. Yeah, it's too dry for the <laughs> it's too dry for the air. No, it's dry there too, so I don't know. You got me on that. You got me, bro. I feel like this is the cheapest rig I think I've ever seen you use. Oh no, that's mine. Yeah. And it's just for travel. Oh, I, was in <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> That's you your use. travel rig? Yeah, it's it's, it's my shit rig, yeah. <laughs> For traveling, yeah. mainly for the show here. Whatever happened to that one, <laughs> that that sovereignty one that that Hefe like labeled up for you years ago? Uh, Did well, that break? I have no idea. Uh, glass which glass is like one of those things where if I like, thank God, most glass I have, uh, all gla- glass I've ever had has been a gift or, you know, a 
fucking left behind or hand it off or something never really go into a shop and buy rigs but or pieces or hand pipes or whatever but over the years it's like when you do lose it you think back sometimes like i was like shit i had retarded amounts of nice glass because people would come to Amsterdam all the time and be like you know trading out whatever but i had i'm the worst i'm like i treat glass like i treat my sneakers you know what i mean i don't i don't really pry i don't really take good enough care of them and they, they, they end up snapping on me or ah uh, look there you go we got you perfect now that's good the trifecta so uh what's uh chilling out in la just uh recovering from the show after show after show and booth f- in place after place or mm-hmm. you got like sort of a oh well we're down here we're having a you know we're promoting the podcast so it's been fun we got uh great moments in weed history is our show and it's uh third episode of season two just dropped and just kind of running around la doing a few shows always happy to catch up with you yeah of course so uh how so tell us about the podcast because uh i mean i have checked out a few of them but in case my incredibly like small listener group hasn't seen it somehow. <laughs> They'll be like, "Never heard of that, bro." No. Uh, yeah, it's me and uh, Abdullah Saeed, who was uh, host of Bong Appetit. He's on high maintenance, and uh, we've been working on stuff together for. See, that's quite the thing is that's the thing is KTI never even said David Beanstalk and Abdullah. He said Abdullah wants to be on the show. I was like, cool. Then t- this morning he's like, I'm like David. Be-. I was like, I knew. I said, I t- like I, I forgot to go back to him and say, is it him and him? Is it him? So anyway, and of course I don't make my flyers till the night before anyway. So and don't you know? But and he was wearing a hoodlum, so that made it perfect. I was like wearing a hoodlum. I'm double. Ba- you know, we're getting two for one here. Oh yeah, I know that show. So yeah, we we uh, you know like maybe a couple of years ago. Uh, we both left our gigs at about the same time and we wanted to do something together and we wanted to do something we could just uh, start on immediately and not pitch all over town. So, you know, I'm a big podcast listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abdullah is too. We're both kind of history buffs. Uh, so we actually tried a few different premises for the show and then once we hit on uh, great moments in weed history, it just clicked. And how it works is I'll do all the research for the show, whether it's Willie Nelson smoked a joint on the roof of the White House or like this season we have an Obama episode out. We have an Iron Sheik. You ever heard the story when the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan got caught smoking? Yes. Yeah. Yes. On the rooftop thing. Hello. Hey. Uh, We did a whole episode on that. And basically, when we sit down, uh, Abdullah has no idea what the story is going to be. I start telling it to him. He jumps in. We have a lot of fun. Hmm. Nice. So, uh, what's your what's your research on your third episode right now? Um, the the new one that just came out is about the making of Up in Smoke. That's cool. Uh, but we get into the whole Chicha Chong story, and it's you know it's pretty fascinating. Uh, okay, so really listen to this. I got. I'm gonna pitch you now, since you got. Okay. I got a pitch for you. We'll do it live on the air because I've been thinking about this for a long time, and right now it's. Of course, I got a seed in this fucking weed. Uh, this is the t- the problem of being a breeder is you end up always having seed, and no matter what you fucking try to do, there'll be one will sneak through. Um, so it's the 42nd year, I think, this year, right? So we've got about four or five months, right? Uh, 
42nd, obviously, we're all stoners. We immediately see 420. If we see 402, it's aut- it is automatically 420. We don't even have to, like, it doesn't have to be there. It's a, it's, a, it's a said given, right? So it's their 42nd year this year, and they're both alive, and they're both, you know, cool guys, and they're, e- and they're reachable and accessible. Um, you do a Rocky Horror Picture Show style deal, and you do them in all these different cities, and you have actors playing them. And then you have them there, really there, hopefully, if you can. But if not, it doesn't matter. But you, get, you, you, you kick off the theme of people smoking in the theater. You find cool theaters that let you smoke. And so every scene is acted out, meaning you smoke the giant joint. You fucking get fucking when the munchies happen. You pump in the smoke with the leaf blower. I never you, done that you, before. You do exactly. You know, you literally, because we, we, we've done all the things that they've done, but separate, separately. And now if you just do them in like that kind of a thing, you make tickets like, you know, 25 bucks. Everybody lines up. They're dressed up in fucking Cheech and Sean gear. They go in. They watch up and smoke. They know every line. There's an actor. 42 in, years. There's an actor playing it on the fucking stage. And then you fucking do just like back in the day when they would ride motorcycles inside theaters in L.A., and make it while the show was going on the guy would ride a motorcycle up the fucking thing and you'd be like people be it'd be like a punk rock experience in a sense but you do it with weed and i'm saying if then if you have them there at a few shows you make it for real then people would be, be legendary you can go to every city for forever and ever it just you just send it off it's like a fucking like you get like a top you know you spin it and you just fucking woo there you go later bye you can because, set it up like a vegas <laughs> because residency. it's uh yeah it could be like a vegas residency it's just like one of those because you know you're gonna get high right that's the most important part I, you're gonna go to a show they're gonna pass around the giant joints and they're gonna be like hey led zeppelin right and then all of a sudden boom joints come out you know and you're like well this is the greatest thing ever this is the best people know because i know every single fucking line to that movie and i'm sure mm. most people do who see that they're like oh dude you just know i've it. never seen it oh yeah well of course you're the fucking I'm kid. Just kidding. <laughs> the kid has never seen i feel like you, I'd, I'd have to be asked to leave if that was truthful yeah you've seen yeah, it yeah oh no dozens of times yeah yeah you'd have to ask well it was oh. funny before we before we did the episode i hadn't seen it in a long time and uh it was a trip to go back and uh you know my associations with it are watching it when i was pretty young and being just sort of blown away by it and then now uh you know, having some experience with filmmaking and television and stuff to kind of reverse engineer how wild of a movie it is. Yeah. Like how improvisational. One of the things I learned researching the uh, article is they wrote a whole script for Up in Smoke and then the the suits came in and wanted to change everything. And they said, oh, okay, okay, we're going to do everything you want. And then just threw out the script entirely uh, and basically improv almost all of the movie, but they'd been doing improv together for five years solid, so they right. were great at it. Yeah, and some of those were characters from their improv things definitely brought out because I've seen some of that stuff where you're like, oh, that that has definitely been reused. <laughs> a couple, they, they like to reuse some of their humor. But I'm just saying, while they're still alive, it's a pretty awesome chance to uh, do it, and I'm sure you can find people who know because it becomes like a then it becomes a real epic you know it's like it is like uh uh when i watched it, i watched it like maybe six months ago and uh it's always the same when you watch it you're just like it's super cheesy but in a good way and they just just squeezed it together and it's so like it gets really short too if you've watched it a lot of times you're like because you know every line you know <laughs> 
So uh, that's Dude. so that's the third episode, or that's the second. That's the third episode yeah, of the second season. So the whole first good. season. Yeah. I'm gonna chime in. Oh, sorry. We, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah, forgot yeah. you were even here. Sorry, Mister. Sorry. I'll wait for a little break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Sorry, sorry, about man. That. I didn't know you were on. We were but all just yes, chilling. You're correct. Is the third episode. <laughs> <laughs> way to jump in with a uh, with a fact check. Abdullah, my friend, yeah. sorry about leaving you hanging there. I, uh, uh, got, no, I get no, excited. I get I excited when you start talking about Chicha Chong, you know. Uh, totally, dude. I think it's a pretty solid idea uh, to actually revive the Chicha Chong tour. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like people would actually come out for that kind of thing. Like this is the kind of thing. Like they could essentially be like a franchise performance. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, I would expect. Have a- I would expect that. I would like, and like I wouldn't even Eagles care about show. making. Yeah, just like I would want people to copy it, and I'd want every city to like try to do it. You know, what I mean, you can. Tr- I don't give a shit. You know. Yeah, you just need actors that can, you know, that can play Cheech and Chong. I'm sure there's people out there who can like capture that and like you know make it a comedy thing. Like the original vibe of it was like this, you know, off kilter sort of like burlesque, you know, vaudevillian vibe well the good part is, is the uh, way they end it the, the, for that. i think the, i think also because of the way they end it with them at the club and then you're in a club and you're watching them act it out in club and guys playing you know what i mean it's like it's not a hard it's not a, it's a three riff guitar to thing to learn right so that's <laughs> yeah we actually we talked about that performance in the episode and it's crazy because i never noticed this before but upon re-watching it uh, you know, you realize that actually all the audio, like the bands that are playing, you're like, who are these bands? You know what I mean? They're playing at the end, and there are these really wild-looking uh, performances. All that audio is actually, you know, from those live performances. That's not, uh, you know, th- that hasn't been uh, under the influence of movie magic. That's just actual footage from an actual yeah. raucous show that these guys were playing at. That's what, it, and and it, and it comes across that way. Like you can actually tell there's just some LA bands from the '70s. You know what I mean? You're like, yep, that's pretty much a '70s LA fucking weird alternative rock band. You know? Yeah, it becomes yeah. like a period piece. You know, over time, it didn't start out that yeah. way. And uh, yeah, it's cool. A lot of it's shot in East LA, which is definitely interesting, and uh, you know, kind of the first portrayal of that community in film. So. Yeah, it's a super fun episode. And uh, so you guys are on what uh, kind of like how you're producing it, like a monthly or kind of on your own time schedule, or how's it how's it working? We make like a season mm-hmm. of twelve episodes in advance, and then drop them once a week. Oh, so nice. this is like the second set of twelve. Gotcha. We're in the middle of right now. Gotcha. And this season, like if anybody listened to season one, uh, it's the same show, but we have like a lot better production values now. We put in archival clips we have really uh solid team behind us so it's been fun we got uh we have a jazz episode coming up we have an episode about tom Fursad, the founder of high times that is just an epic story that i just don't think enough people know um so pretty proud of that one yeah he's a, he was a character 100 percent. so uh what else are you doing abdullah are you doing i mean you do this and then you i'm sure you got yeah, bunch of different stuff. I've been working on this film for like, you know, the last year or so. So that's still going. Kind of still in the midst of transitioning from doing television to doing, uh, you know, doing unscripted television to doing more 
narrative scripted stuff. So I wrote on high maintenance last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sort of like started me off in this direction, which is fun. I mean, it's, you know, uh, still, I think being out in the world and trying to make responsible, smart cannabis content is still really challenging. I think it's still really like a misunderstood thing, you know, which is obviously like us making great moments in weed history. I mean, amidst working on all kinds of other stuff, we like did this project uh, to be like, okay, well, this is exactly what we would make. You know, if, if we were finding that, you know, oh, the, the, the mediascape is really, you know, has a perfect approach to cannabis content, maybe we wouldn't be out here trying to like make uh, what we believe is the perfect show. But I mean, that is the case, you know what I mean? I think that's the challenge for all of us, you know, that are, that are talking right now mm-hmm. is to, uh, you know, is to keep coming up with fresh ideas that are going to satisfy your cannabis base, which, as we all know, is they're highly sensitive to bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah the funny thing, too, is that, like, everybody literally, like, you know, ooh, rehashed, whatever, rehashed all these fucking stories over and over again. I saw it in Amsterdam, like, people would come with a film crew. And they come to the like, you know, they'd be like, "We want to see the best shops." <clears throat> they take them to the greenhouse, and they take them to, you know, the same three shops or whatever. And so you'd see, and I and I always tell these people, I'd be like, you know, you probably don't want to go there. You want to go somewhere kind of interesting and off the fucking. You want to do something different because everybody does the same fucking story. You know what I mean? And I think with yeah. weed, with weed, it happened too real quick where people just kind of ripped off each other's things, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of like, it was a lackluster sort of. Uh, as far as like trying to find out about the real deal, you know? And if yeah. yeah. And then we did actually like a perfect example. We did on, on great moments in weed history, a whole episode about the provost mm. in Amsterdam, you know, back in the sixties oh, and sure. how this youth uprising is the real reason that there's the coffee shops and the first seed companies and all of these things that had a huge influence. But you know, I, I'd be perfectly honest, if I never worked at High Times, if I never went there, but even really just like, you, I wouldn't have heard those stories, not from lack of interest, just that's not what the media focuses on, but no, no, for heard, us... Nobody's really heard of the Provost too much, unless you've been to Holland, or you, you know, just happen to fucking cross over on that, yeah, it's definitely, that was a good, good, it's a good, good angle, just because uh, even in Holland, it's kind of a... Uh, lost because of just by generational you know like the provos that were really active are all in their 70s and 80s now you know what i mean so they're all kicking the bucket soon and the kids are all boring and lame over there now you know what i mean so it's like and the establishment has no interest in propagating stories and history about people who fucked with them and won you know, so I think it does fall to us to tell the stories ourselves. And that's, you know, what's fun about the show is that's just an amazing story. You know, they had that houseboat with clones all over it. They were like uh, tricking the cops into raiding places where there was no weed and, you know, huge public demonstrations and smokeouts. And it's a super yeah. fun story, but it's also, you know, an you really can't understand how Amsterdam became this weed haven uh, without understanding that yeah. story. This show has like a lot of aha moments. And the reason that, you know, we're able to do that is because quite literally, you know, all of cannabis history has been polluted with bullshit, right? 
So, like, what most people believe, even if you think you know, you know, the real reason why cannabis is illegal or how it got that way or some of the, you know, cultural, social things that are built around that, uh, you know, th this stuff is not a, it, in the history books. Like, really, there's a lot of false assumptions about cannabis, no matter what you think you know about it, uh, because that was very much on purpose. That was a part of prohibiting something harmless. You know what I mean? Was uh, was spreading all kinds of misinformation about it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have never considered that cannabis hasn't just always been fucking illegal. If you ask somebody, like, when did cannabis become illegal? They'll be like, the Bible? You know what I mean? Mm. That's a serious answer that people give mm. to that question. Right. They don't realize that when their grandparents were children, you know, cannabis was legal. Or, well, we're all old now, maybe great-grandparents. But still, pretty close, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Uh, it's, it's kind of a, you know, that's why we're like, every time we are, you know, sort of unearthing shit that people don't know, it's, it's, this, it's a surprise. Well, you know, That's the thing is, when, when you start to look at it, like, from a cultural point of view, too, though, you, if you go step back from that and you look, you think, like, okay, well, interesting enough, when people look, like, say, like, a couple hundred years from now, they're going to look back and be like, dumbasses, right? Like, what the fuck are they thinking? You know, doing everything backwards, fucking not paying attention, fucking raping the earth, all that bullshit. But... <coughs> The cannabis part, obviously, hopefully, will be so normal at that point. Will they be like, "Fuck, they didn't use cannabis for like ninety, you know, for like seventy-five years or whatever"? Or yeah. Like, what were they thinking? You know what I mean? And they're like, "Well, Seriously. weren't really thinking." You know what I mean? But it wasn't even that though. It was only like what thirty-seven to two thousand twelve, so not that long. Yeah. Uh, not that long. And, and what a shitty time to live when you think about it, considering you know, as far as like just for the the health of the of the rate of the of the humans on the planet you know what i mean like they all oh, got, totally. they, they got fucked you know what i mean like all of a sudden not allowed to eat it not allowed to fucking you know use it for building material not allowed to make clothes out of it i don't, you know, was like what like huh so now yeah. it, it's going to be interesting to see as a as a look back you know improvisational jazz music was hard to sort of lock into <laughs> yeah, <it>. for years. <laughs> but we have the we like we have a jazz episode and what's cool about it is it starts before prohibition and there's like the old reefer songs of the 20s and 30s uh and then it goes through obviously going after jazz jazz musicians mm -hmm. i.e black people was a big part of what prohibition was about but they were like the weed culture of the day. They had weed slang. They had weed songs. Mm -hmm. The Vipers, uh, you know, is what you would call yourself if you were like a, a, a weed person of that era. And it's not that much different. They just, you know, kind of invented it almost, at least that version of it. Yeah, yeah it's parallel to hip hop culture in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like if you look at these two eras and you look at the conflation of black culture with uh you know like police enforcement i mean it's the same shit you know what i mean for for dressing in a zoot suit at one point you had a target on your back and having dark skin the same way for wearing like baggy pants or whatever you know what i mean it's yep. uh it all goes in cycles and shit i mean if you look if you go all the way back to like when the british were taxing hemp farmers in india you know in the colonial days it was the same shit you know what i mean it all repeats itself Mm -hmm. I think going back and looking at that stuff kind of gives you perspective on that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's—I and was just thinking the same thing as far as the uh, correlation between hip hop 
and the jazz thing where it was just like wow mm-hmm. i was just well, i was watching a couple documentaries and i was just like it's so weird how it just it wasn't that long ago and somehow <laughs> you know just repeats repeats and uh yeah. you know especially now when you see people uh tripping out about like vape pens and and that getting turned into a sort of twisted info as far as the you know oh it's thc but it's not thc of course but it's badly made thc cards yeah with bad cut in them you know what i mean and we're talking about eight people at this point so yeah it's not a it's 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 technically not like a ridiculous things numbers wise. oh yeah i'm gonna video in here ah there you go oh well there you go. up close <laughs> yeah there he is I'm, I'm holding my phone in my hand but yeah as a as a juror you know i've been aside from doing this podcast uh great what was the weed history i've been a journalist for 15 years covering weed and like to see the completely irresponsible Wait, reporting years? i don't know you never told me how many years actually you've done cannabis journalism I, i've been saying 15 years for like four years now <laughs> <laughs> it's like my 39 yeah <laughs> But, yeah, like, the reporting on this vape situation, which is literally tragic, has been horrific and is just, like, a reminder that none of the lessons were learned. You know what I mean? All of the prejudices still exist. And, like, yeah, there's more dedicated cannabis reporters who get it, but the media itself is still shitty and still biased and still unwilling to, like, tell you the difference between... THC and something that was added, uh, even if it's like a life and death thing, it's really, uh, you know, it, it makes me more committed to doing what we're doing and having people who actually give a shit make the media, uh, you know, like Abby Hoffman said, don't, don't blame the media, be the media. And that's always been kind of how I feel about it. Hmm. Yeah, it's a lot easier, right? <laughs> Just fucking do what you want to do. Put it out there as long as as long as it's. I mean, that's the thing about cannabis info. Like you were saying earlier, there's so much bullshit out there that it's kind of like you almost have to cherry pick what's what you know in a, in, a, in a logical order is more the thing because there's so much bullshit out there that for first people got to learn the basics to get to the next step. And it is interesting how much information there is now compared to like the, you know I remember growing up pre-internet trying to look up books about weed everywhere, every library that I went to, you know, cannabis, like straight to cannabis, marijuana, whatever. I find the one or two or three books they have, go check them out. And they were never that great. But, you know, the, I did manage to get a Paul Stamets book one year, which was awesome. So I was like, that will just never return, (laughs) you know, but but in general, uh, the comparison to how much cannabis info there was. And I remember reading about all the things that can cure. And I was like, Eh, kind of like didn't believe it you know what i mean i didn't really get it like the whole can cure glaucoma yeah really i don't know just somehow i didn't believe it i just knew it got you yeah. high i remember reading on arrowid if you guys remember oh, arrowid back yeah. in the day it was like that was the, the that was the first place where there was like you're like oh my god there's actually information about this because i i don't think I, I heard the whole like uh thomas jefferson uh you know oh the 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 Constitution was written on hemp. Like, I don't think I learned that shit until, like, college when I was, like, around like-minded people. Just crazy to think that that's actually a pretty 
you know, that's like kind of a ubiquitous fact now, I feel like, in a lot of it, ways. If you listen to the song Legalize It by Peter Tosh, he pretty much runs down the qualifying conditions. He does. That's <laughs> what I mean. And, and that's what I mean. I was like, and it was like on, per, on point right away. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, Absolutely. Nope, that's for sure. I love the part where he's he's saying, you know, like, doctor smoke it and lawyer smoke it. And then he goes, and players of instrument, too. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of checked that. I, I, I figured. Yeah. figured that. I feel like the drummer was like, hey, hey, hey. Don't forget me. <laughs> Don't forget me. Yeah. yeah. So. It's true. And then, like, normal. I feel like I, I, I was aware of what normal was when I was in high school. Even though I like went to high school in like a decidedly not very weed friendly place, you know what I'm saying? Like that. There's still this awareness that you know th- th- that's like living so in some post apocalyptic world. Were you in New Hampshire or something like that? Signal. Were you in New Hampshire? Or I was in. I went to high school in New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I grew up in Rhode Island and and New York in that area too. And it was like th- th- when I went to Cali, I would go to Big Sur. And stay with my friends there, and then you know go out. We'd hike out, go to the weed, and like you know, like, I, like I was living the whole weed culture as a young kid. But then when I went back to the East Coast, it was like so bad. You know, it was like people were smoking dirt weed, and I was just like, ugh. So you know, that was my first indicator that hmm, well, I can bring myself some couple jars of this when I came back, and I brought some pickle jars the first year, and didn't quite clean it out good enough so my weed ended up smelling like pickles but didn't didn't matter it still fucked everybody up you know they'd be like dude kind of smell like pickles and i was like yeah that's a terpene called picalaline <laughs> it's <laughs> rare to find cannabis with that now yeah it's it's a brinium <laughs> <laughs> oh you won all right good job <laughs> but in general uh yeah it was the uh east coast was a rough place to to be a weed person unless you you know, did it yourself or you had somebody like that. And it was funny how rare it would be to find somebody who would and you could, you know, you even your best friend wouldn't tell you he, he grew weed, you know. People were very fucking secretive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's true. Well, those days are over for us now anyway. Not for a lot of people, though. Yeah, I mean, there's like I said, it's the whole country's. It'll fall within the next two two years, in my opinion. Anyway, as far as like it, it's it's peaking out to the point where it's like a joke. You know what I mean? It's like okay, so we're gonna go to the last state before we actually fucking consider this. We're down to like two or three now. I mean, we, even the last like South Dakota's getting medical now, so it's like okay, well. we'll Oh, that was one of the last four that didn't have any sort of thing. So now yeah. it's like Wyoming or yeah. I forget what what are the, uh, Idaho, I, Iowa and in Iowa and I don't know about Indiana, but Maybe. I think it's the two I states and then fucking yeah, it's getting down to like nothing. It's like okay, so now, I and I yeah, I and I yeah. <laughs> I and I have been in Babylon too long, pretty literally. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> That's exactly the case. I and I are still ba- very Babylonian. And honestly, it's even where, you know, things are getting slightly more, quote unquote, Zion, there's a lot of Babylonian forces at work. You know? It has, yeah, they don't quit. Yeah, it's one of those things where just when you let your guard down, too, is when shit goes wrong. So you have to always be, kind of treat everywhere, no matter what it is. It's funny, when I travel, like, it, it's weird. America is 
I'm all chill. But if you go to Europe or anywhere else, it's like you're back on again. You know what I mean? Even though it used to be the other way around, wherever I traveled everywhere else, I didn't really think about it too much. But when I got to America, I was always paranoid. And now I just see how lame they are. <laughs> like they don't give a fuck. They don't not, they've just been told not to worry about weed. And they're like, cool, then we won't do shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's sketch. Are you still over in Amsterdam a bunch, or do you have stuff going on over there? No. I mean, I well, Doug's there, of course. So, you know, THC still rolls, and uh, I go there. I went there this, this year for the first time in, like, seven years. It was something crazy. It was, like, wacky. But but I took the whole crew, so it was fun. And we went to Spanibus, and uh, so we went to Amsterdam, Barcelona, the whole the whole gamut. And how are the how are the shops doing? I mean, I read about it, but what's the what's it's the situation for the coffee than shops? Ever, busier than ever, and the vibe is completely dead. Like you, you can't get in and out of the good shops without just squeezing in and squeezing out. You know, you go to the Dom mm. Kring and Jason's all depressed, you know, because he he's making too much money and there's too many people, but he doesn't get to talk to anybody anymore. So it's kind of like oh, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's successful, but it's not vibey anymore you know because mm. there's no nobody's left there hardly like you know we get the kind of we got the the diehards from the old school and then we got the new crew who doesn't quite get how lame it is compared to what it used to be so it's more we're still in that zone you know because mm. Amsterdam's a shell a shell of its former self in my opinion especially when it comes to cannabis like it's they're importing c- cali weed to there and charging more for it which you're like great <laughs> it's like that's like the end of it right it's been its own tail at that point yes the kid has done a runner top floor genetics wants to know where you are so so it's funny uh so the kid is here and it's funny because that's your that's your your almost your yeah thing. yeah i was like there's another kid yeah i'm just <laughs> noticing there's another guy over there you're not well, in the frame he wasn't no <laughs> he was out he was cruising around smoking his backwoods or something horrible i'm here He's here. So yeah, Philly. Uh, used to live in used to live in Denver. Used to run my show. Uh, so if you look at all the old shows of mine and the production sucks, it's his fault basically. I was talking <laughs> to I was talking to Lab Soci- uh, Mike that he owns Lab Society and uh, he was because I get all my stuff for him for the hemp lab and for Jamaica and, and I was talking to him and he was setting up a a dual stage uh, thin film. And I was like, oh, I'm going down to Adams for the show. He was like, Oh yeah, like a me and Adam have been friends for a while. I'm like, yeah, like I produced the show. He's like, I had no idea. I'm like, oh, yeah, it must have been that See? bad, huh? Shit. Four years of garbage, I guess, right? It was. It was. But it was good. No, we had great content. <laughs> if we could get it on the air and people could hear it. It was one of those deals. As you, you guys know. a timer for a while. As we you know. As you know. People don't appreciate. What do you guys think about the whole um, podcast sort of platform and stuff? Are you guys happier that it's kind of all your own production or... Uh, you guys, what do you do for what do you guys do for um, sponsorship? Let's ask you that. Like, how do you how do you survive as a podcast on that? You guys have a bunch. Yeah. Of- so so season one, uh, you know, was ad free, totally independent. Two guys and a couple of J's <laughs> and a couple of mics and uh, and Jesus Christ in one case. Um, but uh, but yeah, we did so an episode. We are with a company called Spoke media which has been they've been really great i think they saw what we were trying to do with season one and really kind of helped us enhance the show for season two and they also uh you know manage our advertising 
And uh, yeah, there's cannabis brands advertising on the show, which we're stoked about. Nice. Yeah, because it's one of those things where, I mean, we've been running about six years now, five and a half, six years. And we've run, you know, it's like the, we've had a couple of our sponsors for a long, long time. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty hard to get people to appreciate it sometimes because the, uh, you know, the ROI is not what they expect or whatever. Well, and you're like, you really got to like, you t- unless you're, f- unless you're Joe Rogan, you know, you're not going to have that ridiculous amount. It's all about brand development and what that's worth. And like, you have a brand like Incredibles that's been with the show since the beginning. And there's a reason. For and that. now look at them. They sold out. No. What do you mean? Really? Did they get, did they, did yes. they sell? I was wondering. No, they didn't sell. I think they combined forces. With who? The, the, the med, med men. Med men. The red oh guys. Boy. Not med, not. The red guys. Not med the men. red, no, not med. Medicine, medicine man. man. Medicine so here, yes. here. I was yes. going to say, not the. Not med men, sorry. Not the, oh God, man, that was, that would have been the end of it. That's like the end of the world. You yeah. don't want to go there. <laughs> well, you know, it's actually been, it's been tough lately because a lot of, I'm sourcing a lot of equipment like, like Nexus. I've been working with Nexus uh, greenhouses a lot and like all their lights are Gavita, man. I'm like, look, I, I can't. I can't use the Gavita lights. Oh, see. Or like the Botanicare benches. I'm like, I can't do it. I just, I can't do it. it hurts the kid, the kid is salty. He's salty. He can't work much. with any company. See. So, um, so anyway, you're the kid. He's the kid. Yeah, we had two kids on the show. I was like, man, it's Adam and the kids. Yeah. I could have changed the title. Yeah, although I'm like 35. <laughs> I, I don't know how long I'm allowed. <laughs> I could have had, had you. I'd be 15. I'd be 15. That's I'd what be I'm saying, man. I'm 15. almost 30. I could yeah. be squirting one out at 15. My first son so. on the way. I don't know how oh, much. You're I'm almost 30? Yeah, then you are the kid. Uh, yeah, so technically. He's almost. So. Exactly. And, and when he, I started, I was what, like 23? Yeah, 23? he was 23 when he started. He only ate Taco Bell. I can't even remember the last time I had Taco Bell. He drank Gatorade by the gala and yeah. he was fucking a nutcase. That's we crazy. Were, so it's good times. Yeah, we yeah, cultured we cultured uh, him. You. We cu- we cultured him to <laughs> slightly. We we sort of hel- we sort of cultured him a little bit. I blame a lot of my d- demise on Pinsky too. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's another terrible. It's <laughs> 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 another terrible aspect of weed culture. <laughs> 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 yes, my friend. Yeah. Anyway, I. I I, I take responsibility for him anyway because he uh, he showed up in my my green room in my sp- old spot and uh, with his with with his briefcase and uh, wanted to like rent a locker and we all we all thought he was a cop so we all everyone was oh uh, like, yeah I remember that everyone, everyone thought he was a cop <laughs> everybody thought he was a cop and so it was hilarious like it went on for a long time whatever <laughs> happened with what didn't something just go down with ease they didn't they just get in trouble oh they didn't some they shit, didn't right? report Ooh, some, some industry gossip. They, yeah. they didn't report earnings. They didn't report they some didn't chunk report of earnings. earnings. Yeah, and I, just, I know. I, so I put a, I think I put a Batman thing out that said Pinsky did it. <laughs> 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 Even here in Colorado, I've seen a lot of. It just I haven't been here in, in a year and come back, and a lot of the shops are closing down. And it was a lot of the good ones, and then a lot of the shitty shops are still open, and it's fucking blowing my mind. What do you think about the landscape of cannabis? I mean, it must be like the whole reason I moved back from Europe was because I couldn't believe it was happening at home and i had to see it from my own eyes and when i came back i went it was in 2009 and i was like it it might really fucking happen you know so then i went permanently moved 2010 in denver and just picked the right spot to fucking see it all happen and was like oh shit we're gonna make this shit you know like one of those crazy like front lines that's why i wanted to be and now it's going so fast it's crazy right it's one of those deals where it's uh like we said, if we're down to three states, 
that means every state had the same little mm. moments that we were like, oh, woo, you know, because you passed the fucking shit and made that shit happen. And uh, so we're almost at the end of that initial, like, excitement phase. Now we're getting into the almost reefer madness phase where we're backtracking on a lot of the shit where people are scared about vapes, like we were talking about earlier. People are getting yeah. all weird. That just signals how inevitable the forward motion of, like, you know, in some form, the normalization of cannabis is, is going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, of course, the backlash is just a signal of its forward progress in a way. Yeah, I get um, it. Yeah, I get it. It's gonna be, there's going to be that little first uh, yeah. the die-off period in a sense where people are going to get fucking shook off. Or bigger companies are going to come in, buy it all. Like he was talking about less shops, more chains. Yep. Uh, people kind of, yeah. like, like as far as the grow shops and stuff, they've kind of disappearing by the like there's one company called grow generation and they're buying everybody it's what about the, way to grow they're still around they're still around but yeah. not the original owners but in general it's like the grow shops are kind of taking the first beating in a sense because big big guys are coming in making offers nobody can fucking refuse and they're making an offer you can't refuse pretty much i'm gonna buy all your grow stuff <laughs> pretty I'm much buy all of it. <laughs> and uh it's it's getting to that point where you're starting to see in like the um, you know just sort of the gentrification or not gentrification but the sort of homogenization of the cannabis world uh, consolidation. Oh, definitely, we're already that's in capitalism. Yeah. I mean, it's like everything what's protected. I love the not getting arrested part, <laughs> uh, but I don't love the uh, corporate capitalism uh, yeah. consolidating everything part. Yeah. And, and people are still getting arrested, too. Like, that's the thing is uh, arrests for this shit are still just as racially disproportionate as they were before. In fact, in a bunch of cases, they're finding that, like, in air, like uh, the areas around Philly... Right, so in Philly, weed is decriminalized. We actually have a story about that this season, oh. uh, about how weed got decriminalized in Philly. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. The, just that, tell that story real quick because it's it's fascinating. Does so it essentially, yeah. So uh, Poe, we interviewed Poe, uh, but not on the the episode. Uh, but Poe, Chris Goldstein, and Mike Whiter. You guys uh, might be familiar with these. Yep. Philly legends um, who got weed decriminalized uh, over there. Uh, and yeah, essentially what it happened was like, you know, following Occupy Wall Street, these guys just still had a bunch of like piss and vinegar, uh, you know, brewing. So they were like, you know, w we still want to protest and we still want to, you know, say something. So they started smoking weed on Independence Mall uh, in Philly, right by the Liberty Bell at 420, you know, various occasions you were there and it was always peaceful no, until was that yes uh, if i was there i was, I was blaming there. i was telling me the kid i was asking I if the kid was, was i was there. here actually but oh, you were here what year was this there. what year was this then like 2015 okay okay uh or earlier actually i think it was like 13 14 14 I believe. It would probably makes i was here too for that so yeah 14 would would, would make sense okay yeah so basically uh, kids jealous. Basically, the kids jealous. No, no, no. Like, so here's the thing. Look, look, <laughs> you know me. I'm never, I'm never one to talk shit. He's here's salty. my thing. Here's He's my thing. Uh -oh. Here's my thing. Tell I'm from thing. Philadelphia, right? Uh -oh, so here my, we go. Tell your story. Look, post I'm, I'm all about what Mike and Poe did to try and and change the legalization of things and and get it decriminalized. That was huge. What they did, organizing the rallies and doing the smoke sessions in uh, Independence Mall, is it's huge. But, but. 
they did they did potentially backtrack with that when they were throwing those Philly smoke sessions. And and here the only reason why is because that shit was just super bad because they not only had their names in in the media for being the ones that decriminalize in Philadelphia, but then it's like here's these same people now essentially trying to use what they did do. They were so they were throwing essentially secret okay. cup type so, events, right? You know what I mean? I definitely have a couple things to say about that. I mean, first off, that was Poe's stuff and Poe has forever been a, a subversive figure. There was no point at which Poe was pretending to be a Boy Scout. No, never, 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 never. So, like, so, so, look. All I'm saying is that you can't reap the benefits of what a certain personality or approach, uh, you know, brings you or gives you because you're from Philly. Now you can go around in Philly and smoke weed, my friend. That's something that they gave you, and yet you choose to criticize, uh, you know, their qualities that you don't like. I would say that that's kind of unfair to them. You know what I'm saying? To to just take the good without the well, bad. Well, it's not necessarily the qualities. Beings. These are activists. It was more just the decisions. Achieve something that that's all. we respect. Kid, they made all our kids lives salty. better. He hates it. No, no, that's not the, that's not true. I don't. I don't. That's what I mean. I don't. I don't hate him. And it's not. And it's not his. It's not his qualities that I dislike. It's just the the decision to say, okay, we're going to do something great, and then we're going to do this huge black market thing that's going to get busted with dozens yeah, of pounds I'm of sure shatter you and no guns. Record. You've, you've kept it clean your entire life, right? Yeah, Or at least since legalization, 100% clean, yeah, free 100%. market, right? Well, well, I mean, I just haven't got caught. You know. so, <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. But no, but like that's... Uh, a double standard, my friend. That's a true. Double standard. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, Philly is always going to argue about everything. You know that. They're from Philly. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, no, I, I, <laughs> I appreciate the spirit of debate because, I mean, I think it's, it is worth saying, look, they definitely brought negative attention on themselves, perhaps on the work that they've done in the past. That's by it. By throwing that's a session event. Yeah, that's Do it. I believe that throwing a session event is a good idea in a place where we is illegal? No. I would never do it myself. Yeah. Do I respect the balls of someone that yeah, will set for up a sure. party yes. to get people good weed yeah. in a place where it's hard to get good weed? For sure. Yeah, I absolutely, yeah. I absolutely respect those people. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think just like to get uh, one of the things that comes out in doing this great moments in weed history show is that it's a history of outlaws. It's a history of people who took risks and you know sometimes you don't take the right risk but we would be nowhere without the outlaw subversive mentality and culture because we didn't have either political party trying to change these laws for us we didn't have anyone in the establishment you know a few people funded normal and the other organizations but basically this was a renegade movement of outlaw subversive people who you know basically engaged in civil disobedience and that's a super long tradition and that involves breaking the law and you know sometimes it obviously does get murky and mistakes are made i'm not even talking specifically about this case but yeah. i'm just but saying see, well, this we see, do need this spirited <laughs> debate has now so changed my opinion you know sounds what I mean? so, so familiar that's what it does oh well that's awesome i've never ever oh, i've great. lived in america my entire life i've never changed anyone's well opinion no no here's the thing because so. again i i'm I'm, I'm all, you know what I mean? I'm all for it. But, but like when you say, when you break it out, like, oh, you've kept it 100% legit. It's like, well, no, I just haven't got, you know what I mean? No. So wow. I can't judge big moment. what other people are doing. You know what I mean? As weed people today, we are all 
one foot on either side, you know, like one way or another. We're all in that shit together. You know, I, I, I just, I, like, you know, like, like Bean was saying, respect for the outlaws, uh, because they're not, and we're not talking about, like, criminals or bad people when we use that phrase. You know, we're talking about people who break unjust laws. You know, they're out of those laws. They're like, that law, I'm out. Oh yeah, and, 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 and that's and that's, hey, uh, that's been that's been Adam Kidd. I'm gonna just to hit hit you. Out, I'm gonna have to run in a minute. I know the uh, show yeah, is. Me as well. It's like hey. a, 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 a give us a give us run, give but. us your before you guys go. Let's just give us your quick, uh, you know, where people can find you. What show? What times your show's at? All those all those little details, and uh, then we'll let you guys run. How's that? Awesome. Great. Uh, go for it. You want to say him, Bean? Um, yeah, well, come check out Great Moments in Weed History, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we yeah. are in the middle of season two right now. They're all evergreen. Uh, we're just telling stories from the past, so it's never a bad time to uh, find out about how Bob Dylan smoked out the Beatles for the first time or Willie Nelson smoked a joint on the roof of the White yeah. House or any of these stories. And uh yeah, if you want to hit us up on social media, it's all GMIWH podcast. And yeah, really, if you like the show, if you like the show, just next time you're hanging out smoking weed with people, tell them about it. Yeah, and if you're searching for it, you'll type in "great moments in we." Yeah. W E, and by then it'll the autocomplete will take care <laughs> of the rest. That's exactly what I just did. Yeah. yeah. We already got you up behind there, so. And we are not great moments in wheat history. Respect no, those guys, yeah. great storytellers, but just don't get confused. Yeah, great show, not our show. Great moments in wheat. I like that history. you guys are. I like that you guys are both wearing hoodlums in all your pictures. That's very. Uh, very <laughs> respectful. Yeah. Hey, I'm about due for a refresh. Let's, I, I am let's also actually Adam Dunn. We'll have to get. To, we'll have to have to chat. Well, you guys can talk to Doug about. Not even Doug anymore. You have to just give me a shout. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, stop giving us the runaround. We have, different, uh, we, have different, <laughs> we have some different. We have some different. We have some different way. We have some different weighted stuff, which I think would be more your style anyway. So amazing, cool good guys. shit, man. Well, you're crushing it, Adam. Yo, respect to you for being uh, an so, OG out here keeping weed culture alive. So, uh, sorry for Denver, inter- yes. the place where. You know, Denver was like kind of the crucible of me and Bean's weed friendship in a lot of ways. We spent a lot of time there together. So shout out you for being our favorite maven of that town. Thanks, bro. Yeah, and many, many good times going back to Amsterdam for the two of us. And like those, the 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 longer I I uh, am in this, the more I really, really. Uh, cherish and and realize how special that time and place was and and thanks for that too yeah it was fun it was fun doing stuff back then and then also uh keep in mind about that fucking cheech and chong idea i'm telling you it's a a winner it's a winner and i I, I thought about it last year and i said shit next year because my wife was born in 77 right and so it's one of those deals where it's kind of like shit. Forty-two years. I was like, that's the perfect time to they're still alive. Eight more years. They might not be around. Five more years. Who knows? You know, it's like those guys yeah. are. Those guys are are both getting old. So keep that in mind, and then uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on the shows and talk to you guys soon. Hopefully. Thank you. All, All right. Thanks, care. man. Have a good one. Peace, guys. Oh, and the ki- oh, the kid's got a Rubik's cube over here. It's already done though, so it's no fun. Oh, that wasn't so hard. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, watching those dudes on the in the videos where they're like 
Just fucking nuts. Okay. Yeah, so, so that's what you just did, right? So there. I'll stick around for, for like 10 more minutes. What? I, got, I got dinner plans, dog. Oh I'm here for two days. God, what? what a bunch of What is happening double, here? Double, so here, I'm going to be clear. I, I wish you had told me this wall was like this because I would have brought a skateboard. And I'd have just like, Yeah, you would have fell through that, man. You think so? Oh, strong geez. enough. You you think so? Ten minutes. We could have found out. You, this is worse than your other show. We could have found out. You shouldn't even be in the studio. No, it was better. That other one was bad. It looked like I was floating. The other one was great. It came out so perfect. So tell us what you're up to in your little ten minute bullshit time same frame. Thing. What do you mean? I'm I'm just hanging out. I'm yeah. hanging out for another hour and a half, just fucking jibber jabbering about just nothing. Hanging out. Well, you need to start filling out your show a little more. Then it sounds like to me. Filling out my <laughs> show. <laughs> I mean, Come shit, dog. On. I don't know what to tell that you. is not. That is not the. Pro- I had a full show. I had. I had two guests. One in the yeah, studio. Yeah, but they were. They were. You scheduled them same time. And you're supposed to bring all Look at his drugs. face. It's all stuck up there. Uh, it's gone. He pulled it off. His face was nuts. It was, like, oh, it's, it's it was actually very good. It was yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah see? Bad, bad, bad stuck-up shot. No, not about... What about you? The How's, how's the Faust CC and, and, and Nick and stuff doing well? Good. What's that? CC and Nick, they doing good? Doing well? Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you still uh, at the same, shout out, shout same out to, spot? Shout out to Mother's IT, which... Oh yeah. Finished about uh, two hour, well, hour and a half ago. CC had to break down all those fucking glass things that I had to put up. It's yeah, like, I miss Green Labs. You that place Green was dope. Oh, oh, it's still there. It's sitting there. It, like I watch. Is it, it vacant? Who's is there anybody it's in there? Somebody's sort of there, but not really. It's one of those deals. Was that, that the Green Dot place? Green, Green Labs. Labs. Yeah, Green right, Labs. right off of. It was uh, there. there. It was supposed to be like a open smoking spot at certain, li- but then it just yeah. never came. To- okay, okay. I was just making sure. We're yeah, talking that's about where the same my thing. old studio is at. So my room was. Oh, yeah, that room up top was. But it had no roof, dope. and it was kind of funny because. Oh, yeah, because you could just <laughs> climb over, and uh, we won't mention a certain name, but someone would we'd f- come up and find him sleeping <laughs> there on the <laughs> on the. He would take the he would take the soundproof padding off the walls, <laughs> and and lay on it. it was hey, he's watching the show. Good. So I'm up there. Shout out that to the secret guy. Secret, the yes. secret I'd come hey, in and I'd come in in the morning. Guy. I'd be like, "Hey," you'd be like, "Hey, are you sleeping here?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to work with what you got. Hey, man. That, that hey, but you know what? I remember. I remember the one party. God damn, there was this one party that was there, and he he did something that. Oh God! What the hell was it? Okay, he was like s- no, it was a good thing. He like Superman climbed his way up to like the top floor to get in somehow because someone be, somebody got locked out, and he was able to like rah, rah, rah. Superman climb his way from like jungle to jungle, patio to patio, like Spider Man, and unlock the top little sliding door. I remember that. So I remember watching him. I was like, he's gonna fall. <laughs> you were, he, hope, you were he hoping. Didn't, you were vibing him to fall. Did not fall. I know your style. So you're here for what? Just two minutes? Um, uh, yeah, literally I'm, uh, tomorrow and, and Sunday, and uh, I go home Monday morning. What are you morning. doing? What else are you doing out here? Just seeing friends, hanging out, yeah, working? seeing friends. It's our uh, two year anniversary on Sunday, so and Britt hasn't been back since we've moved. Thank you. You're here for your anniversary, or it just happens to be your. Well, anniversary? it was. Uh, it was. It I know you're planning. So it's it was like her birthday. And we were supposed to come out a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. but then we got the backpack only tickets, and they take that really seriously. So. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, but, like, dude, to the point where, like, they were, like, your backpack's too big. You can't even bring the backpack that you brought. That's too what? big. So, yeah. Someone's calling in. Live Simonis. Simonis. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? Yo, Adam Dunn, what's good? <laughs> what's happening? 
Chilling. Yo, so we got uh, Indy Canada here, and we also have 713 Meds. How's it going? Chilling. I like the cap. <laughs> Big shots to Cap. I like the hat. Hell yeah. I'm glad this Skype thing worked out. Yo, show, show him the card of B just quickly there. Yeah. How are those things working? I, I saw those recently. Better than the Puffco. It works pretty well. I rock an email as well, but I like to hit the card just because it's pretty efficient at the end of the day. And you have, do you have a Puffco already, or are you just going to have that? My, homie, my roommate actually has a Puffco, believe it or not, and uh, so we, we hit them side by side all the time. And so what do you got for like results on that? Like you got any kind of... I'm not going to lie. I've also hit the Aura, the candy pen one as well. I, I really like my Carta, to be honest. See, I knew it. People were saying the Carta is better. You can control it from your phone. You can set the temperatures. Oh, control it from your phone. There you go. And you can That's set the times, though. Like you, you have exactly. the... You gotta keep doing sesh mode with the peak, and you don't get temperature. You get blue, white, and red. Like the card is exactly. legit, and Plus it's like half the price. Batteries, there you so go. you can sit there and just bring like three sets with you if you go hiking or some shit. Yeah, it's not gonna die on you, which happens to me all the time. The, yeah. the peak was dying on me all the time. Yeah, no, I get it. And, th and they have different bowls too for the card, right? That's right here. Yeah, mad different inserts, right? They, they released the Everlast Atomizer, and they, uh, it's supposed to be have a lifetime warranty on it. They show you how to rebuild them too. Yeah, that's that was the biggest thing because Puffco just basically made a new company and I had you send their broken atomizers in and just cashed in on that and started to repair, you know repairing people's atomizers for a fee. Plus, Roger's a crotch stain, so whatever. There you go. Nine <laughs> reasons by the kid. Whatever, dude's a crotch. Well, no, I was in the feed with him, and I really wanted to know. He had a live video going, and I was like, "Hey, man, like, what are your thoughts on the Carta V?" And he was like, oh, we don't get free advertisement. And then he just blocked me. I'm like, yo, that is the fucking lamest thing ever. You're fucking lame. You're lame. You're just right. mad that someone... I mean, I'm, I'm very particular about the companies I support. And I'm like very particular about customer service. And I watched somebody call Puffco and Carta. And Puffco directed them like to the website to like look up like some info. And Carta actually was like, well, let's see what's going on with your device. And then just started trying to walk them through it. So I like that about cards. Okay. Like, if a, customer, if a company doesn't have customer service, then it's I'm not trying to pay for their product. No. Nope. <laughs> well, that is. I mean, that's the whole thing about having any product is you have to stand behind it. You have to be able to deal with people calling, and if you have problems, you got to deal with those problems. And if you oh, don't have problems, problems, then you just have to. You can't be all on your high horse because you're gonna probably have something come up, yeah. whether it be some pissed off customer here <laughs> or there. Or, but if it's electronics from China, you got to look at like a. Failure rate, you know what I mean? He just it's, got salty. That like, wait, someone else made something that looks like a bong that has an atomizer in it. Oh no! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man! Capitalism. Those Rubik's cubes always get me. I'm not gonna lie. The what? He's the Rubik's cube. He's I was getting pressed. He's like working with the well, cubes. He, I'm like, homie's got some skills. He's, no, it's already he's literally got a, a, a completed <laughs> one in front of him, and he just keeps rolling it around to kind of look like he's doing <laughs> something. It's not mine, so I don't want to fucking uncomplete it. Go for it. it, dude. Get nuts. No, because then the who who completed it? Nick? <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, my seven-year-old. Dang this shit out like it ain't nothing. Damn. Yeah. So not for you, real, though. I mean, if what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and you still... Yeah, perfect, dude. You're so fast. There you go. Done. So, uh, what are you guys up to? Uh, we were talking about some genetics on our uh, on our podcast. Yeah. 
Which what which what are you talking about? Um, well, one of the ones I actually happened to do. Um, I haven't like talked too too much about it, and I've kept it pretty close. But I sent some seeds out to a few close homies of Bernie Mac. I happened to f two it out. Isn't Bernie Mac dead? You sent seeds to friends of Bernie Mac. <laughs> Got seeds of Bernie Mac from Tabulator. Oh, and, the, uh, the strain Bernie Mac. Yeah, yes. I thought you meant like the dead African American actor Bernie oh Mac. Oh my god. Well, I mean, you need to specify. You can't say I sent things to friends of Bernie Mac. It's like, right, well, it's the first thing I think of. Right, let me. I sent some some regular Bernie Mac F2 seeds to Canada to my homie to work for there me. And, um, he found some crazy. They're all like pink and per. They got pink hairs, some purple in there. They have a bleeding trait, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And then uh, yeah, like similar to the dragon's blood, actually. Yeah. And then uh, that and so that's clone only. That's been brought back, or you have seeds. You have uh, F two. So I bought a pack of or I bought a pack of seeds off my homie a while ago that he got from Capulator. Capulator made. Bernie Mac a while ago and released it. It was a very small release, and um, I haven't really heard much about it ever since. There's been like I've seen like a couple good cuts of it, but like it's not like Sunset Mac or like Jungle Mac or Mac and Cheese where like packs of it are pretty prevalent. Mm -hmm. It's like it was like it was around for a little bit, and like people just like they they got their keepers now, or like the packs are in someone's vault, but like. It's definitely hard to come by. Sure. Would and you say, like, the if you see pink hairs on a plant, do you think that's more of an outdoor plant trait? Or is that, like, what's the, what do you think that's to do I mean, with? I see it a lot in hemp also. I see a lot of hemp strains that are pulling it out right now. Uh, so if you're cruising around a field, you'd be, like, one in a hundred, you know? Be, like, just bright fluorescent pink, you know what I mean? Where you're just like, holy shit, that's such a nice-looking piece of hemp right there. But it's it, mm -hmm. it seems to be... Uh, like I had two or three strains that had it, and it was more uh, seemed more indica based in, in a way. Even though I'd see I see light pink stuff on sativa, but never that real bright pink. That bright pink stuff I only saw on real like indica style plants where they um, and they're also real short hairs and kind of fat or not so because sativas you tend to have those long thin stigmas. You know they're really thin and long. The calyxes are also kind of thin and long, and then on indicas are short and round, and then kind of get the same on the hairs. And there you seem to get the more pink uh, hues. I think kind of like uh, there was uh, a few parts of South America that had that had some like in, uh, some of those pink sort of hues coming off of them. Uh, and I mean, the Afghanis, you get it in a weird way, but you get more so like cold-induced kind of colors. You know, that's like their yeah. That's their thing. And what's your opinion on the bleeding traits? Because, like, I originally searched for Dragon's Blood Hash Planet for forever for the bleeding trait, and then when I posted about it, I have actually a friend that had a Durban poison that had bleeding trait as well. And um, I've actually... Don't be lame. The kid's being lame on me. Hold on. I'm I got to spank him right now. He's supposed yeah, to be in the studio. Last week, he was supposed to be in the studio. It was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he was supposed to be. I, I, shit, I only put one week late. He's two weeks two late. Weeks. And two dollars short. How many dollars short? I don't have any money on me right now. N totally dollars short. <laughs> and super I, I called in the week he was a mystery guest. I was going to spoil it, but I, I figured... He did it himself within the first six seconds yeah. of him speaking. Oh, I was he terrible. I was terrible. I can't help it. You, you make me want to say the kid, like, 
automatic. Just thinking about it, it's just like, ugh. Because you kept calling me on the wrong phone, and I'm like, what is a kid doing? And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, I said yeah, the kid. I oh, I fucking, did I say the kid again? No, I said the kid again. Oh, I said the kid four times. I think I said the kid four times. I got times. a sheet up, though. It worked. It was pretty good. It worked. Yeah, it wasn't like this. It wasn't as nice as this here. This is like, kid, like way nicer. So y- you said you sent stuff to Canada though. Well, that's, that's me. Yeah. So you're in Canada. Yeah. Whereabouts? Well, I guess I mean not, you. You don't have to be too specific. No, right? no. I'm like I'm basically near the I'm in the Toronto area. Oh, nice. Okay, uh, yeah. We were just in. Yeah. Uh, I have some friends <laughs> in New Tecumseh. New to come, sure. like right outside of Richmond Hill, I think is the name of the area. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, I know about that. That is new. What new to new to come, Seth. Yo, houses out there. I, I just got back from Toronto last week. Let me say, you guys got super nice free skate parks. <laughs> and Are you here for Karma Cup or no? Oh, I guess that's not last week. No, no, was yeah, week. I was there the week after Karma Cup. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was there the week after Karma Cup, so I did not go. But the houses there, holy shit! Some of the yeah. houses in those areas are 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 fucking just insane, insane. And then the smallest houses, my my buddy's like, oh yeah, that little house over there, like one point two million. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? He's like, yeah, it's a one point two million dollar home in certain areas of Toronto for like little little teeny houses. It's fucking crazy. It is. It can get up there for sure. It's not as bad as like. Uh, British Columbia or whatever, but it's like you know some areas for no doubt. Yeah. Yo, so Adam, when you, when you dab, what product are you usually dabbing on? Is it your own stuff or? Um, usually, if or you know, just there's kind of I do a lot, of, but usually from seed runs is what it ends up being. So. I'll, oh okay. Uh, yeah. I love people that throw out the biomass from their seeds, or like don't don't think that it was to make good extracts. They, they make okay extracts. I mean, that, that's they make good extracts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes waxier than normal just because I think you let them grow longer. So you're kind of letting them over-ripen. I'm having um, a tough time finding not food-grade gas on the island. It's tough to get, like, lab-grade. You tell someone N-butane, they're like, what the, f- what the fuck do you mean? N-butane. It's tough. Clean gas is hard to find. Use food-grade gas, everything comes out tasting like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. It's bad. It's bad, man. Bad. Food grade gas. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. You guys are in Canada right now. You, you I think it's. Yeah. Is it so this week? I'm in Canada. We're recording up our podcast actually now too. So it's called Seven One Three to Canada, and he's in <laughs> Oregon right now. Okay. I'm in Oregon originally from Texas. You guys, you guys have uh, uh, concentrates pretty much becoming available like this week, right? Or, or in the next week or so in Canada, you guys are going to be able to start oh, like purchasing yeah. a gram or yeah, a thousand milligrams. I was talking about that. If not concentrates, I know edibles are. So I'm pretty sure concentrates because I have a buddy out there that is is going to be working with uh, a licensed. You, you probably might know more about it than I do specifically because I, I don't have my ear to the ground with that subject because it's like I'm I'm like okay, it's cool that's happening, but yeah, it's either one um, gram or a thousand milligrams, whichever comes first. So obviously, you know, a gram they'll be able to have a gram of concentrates and hydrocarbon. And that's all that stuff. No, isn't it the same fucking thing? Well, well, no. Well, if it's the net weight, then yeah. But I think that's what shows their ignorance. They don't really understand. There, it's a net weight a gram or a thousand milligrams of cannabinoids, whichever one comes first. But obviously, it's gonna be the weight. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's, no, that's the dumbest <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> when would it ever be cannabinoids? It would never work out. Yeah. So you're gonna have the purest. Well, it's like pure. Moxie when they when they. Uh, <laughs> 
they label their product, it's super confusing because they have they sell half grams, but they market as 500 milligrams. But when you're talking about a cannabis product, that's fucking confusing because you think that, and 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 they don't say net weight 500 milligrams. They just say 500 milligrams instead of half gram. And then people are like, "Wait, this is this is only 500 milligrams?" And they're like, "No, it's 700 milligrams." And they're like, but this says 500 milligrams. They're like, well, no, it's the net weight. Oh, man. You guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you could do that in Philly. Because I remember one time in Denver, I saw something that tested in at 102%. I'm just I, like, I okay. That. I remember that. Yeah, the, I used to get test results back from <laughs> specific labs here in Colorado that, yeah, they'd send you stuff back. And it yeah. would be like, oh, yeah, 102%. Uh, Total cannabinoids. And you'd message them. <laughs> Or call them even and be like, hey, like, did you realize you sent me something that says it has 102% cannabinoids? And they never be like, oh, yeah, that was a mistake. It shouldn't say that. It was always, oh, yeah, no, no, that was meant for somebody else. Really? No, I, I just always heard it was something to do with the, with the, the, the calibration. The, the, the plus or minus, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it can go plus or minus. But how do you send that out to a client? I know. Here's your test results, guys. Yeah. You should be fired. You're not, you're not even doing your job at that point. You're just hitting forward on an email. It's terrible. I won't mention the name of the lab. You probably already did. Right? I did not. Crazy. I did not mention no? the name no, of the you're lab. you're very on it. I did not. You were very on it. So, uh, yeah, the kid's got to leave, so we're trying to, like, hold him back for five more seconds because he came in demanding shows. Came in demanding shows. Demanding shows. Do a show in Jamaica. Now he's had two lame-ass sh- Mini shows where he's he's in and he's out. I just said I would stop by. I said I'm going to come in and hang out the whole show. That was, that right was funny. The week he was the surprise guest, <laughs> and then know? like he didn't come on till later, and then all of a sudden you had to rush off. It was a pretty funny. Well, my uh, phone episode. died. Oh, yeah. my phone died. Weren't you at dinner with somebody? Then all of a sudden you were at dinner. You had to go to dinner. Mom, I had to go mom eat. Call you well, to dinner. My mom. Yeah, yeah Brittany no, came no. home. You said and I had to go eat dinner. We are, it wasn't. It was Brittany came home. I had to go eat dinner. We all said your mom. It wasn't my mom. Uh, I don't live with my mom. Well, we're gonna call you the kids. So what else are you gonna say? Oh, so <laughs> his mom. mom had to call. I think we we said that, didn't we? Yes. Yes, we did. It wasn't my mom. <clears throat> so just so you know. I can't believe these mics still work as well as they do after all the beatings that Can they you took. Believe it. It's, it's crazy. All the same shit. It is pretty wild. Is even the computer's the same? Like the the monitor at least. Uh, is what is this same? thing though? No, we picked no, that up. That's new. That's new. That's been here since I... This yeah. on this computer monitor? That's yep. a monitor, yeah. Uh, because we used the TV at first. Oh, yeah. That's and right. It, the big, it, massive yeah, TV. And it fucked up the resolution all the time. Do you still have you still have the video? I'm pretty sure I, I, I showed it to some people a little while ago on the Facebook page of uh, when we went to Santa Rosa, and we were doing the show there from the Mission Inn. Uh-huh. And I ate all those edibles on oh, the that table. That was the best show ever. Yeah. You can go back and find that show because that that's worth watching. That was there's, a great show. There's a I, few I, shows that are worth watching because if you, you can – and if you just want to watch the funniest part, <laughs> wait till you got to go until the Towards end. Towards the end. But, because, but, uh, because when it comes to good guests and stuff, though, it was – they were good shows. Oh, it was great. We were having like – I mean, you got to think that was the first time I ever had quote, unquote, like – HTFSE, Noel from uh, Nectar's Collective brought it by and was <laughs> dropping terps on it at the time the 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 tie bangers, you know what I mean, with no carb cap, red hot. Right on. Oh, we were the worst. It yeah. was awesome. That's the other funny part too is I, I watch all these videos of people smoking <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, 
like, as you evolve, it's almost like hairstyles where you're like, I would never drop that. I would never yeah. smoke like that. Oh, yeah. we wouldn't smoke that. Yep. Now you're like smoking what you're smoking and then later yeah. you're like, I would never smoke. I would, I would never, never smoke, smoke that. You just keep moving, evolving, evolving <laughs> until you're like, Man. and you're looking back at all the things you would would, would smoke. You know, you just look back at like some of this, like even now, man, some of the shit that I have to smoke when I'm in Jamaica is like, fuck. It's either smoke that or smoke nothing. And obviously I'm going to, I don't smoke that, but it is fucking bad. Like some of it's bad, and so never say never. Definitely would smoke some bad shit if you had to. Gross. <coughs> Gross. It's interesting when you're traveling though, and you smoke weed in places that you're not used to the fucking cannabinoid profile, and you get totally uh, fucking ripped. Yeah, yeah. The first I, time, you know, you just first time. Yeah. Never. It never lasts. Yeah. But that first fucking time, you're like, whoa, those waves are loud. Right. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Everything's kind of humming, humming and fucking yeah, yeah. weirdness, but it's because you're in these cool spots. You know, these are like when you're, whenever you're smoking local weed in tropical places, that always sucks. You know? What's he got? He sh- oh, I thought he was showing something to the camera. I don't know. He, he is. He's trying to right now. Let me try. Oh, trying. Is, is the Canadian lighter there? That's all. Oh, it's wrong. Now we're just looking at. Now it's we're looking Canadian at Canadian lighter. <laughs> oh, can- oh, it's got oh, a Canadian oh, nice. on it. Yeah, you people. That, remi- that reminds me of fucking when I went to Belize when I got some flour there. Dude, I, I was talking hella shit that we we're gonna get some fucking brick weed, and we ended up getting some purple and green like bush weed that fucked me up so hard. Right? No, it's like it's like a weird. Well, where's awesome. Belize? Belize is like Oak down Street. near Spain. No, it's Mexico. Somewhere. Mexico. It's yeah. I went on a cruise to uh, Jamaica and a few other spots, and I scooped some flour in all the three spots. Caribbean. Yeah, I picked up in Jamaica. Well, that's the thing is, like, if you go to certain areas, like in South America, there used to be Brazilian weed, but most of it came in from, like, the other countries, and they would, like, uh, uh, what the fuck's that one? Not Uruguay, but one of these places, and it was terrible. The weed was horrible. It was, like, one of those things where, like, and I was like, you guys live in such a tropical, beautiful place. And you go shitty weed. There's no good weed. Ah, we that's why I don't understand why some of the weeds. It's just, you know what it is, though? It, it really is, and I, I hate to say it, it's the genetics. I, I have some genetics that are going in Jamaica right now. And the, the 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 night and day difference between those and the local land races that we found is just it's stupid, it's stupid. I mean, yeah, the crazy. amount of seed. I mean, we're talking seeds I got from here with a ninety seven percent germination rate, as opposed to seeds that you find there that you try and germinate, you get like a thirty percent rate, and then when they grow, they're just fucking shitty. They're just yeah. shitty. I'm sure there's good genetics, but majority of the local stuff is so bad yeah. and then they say oh well people brought down like someone tries to tell me that it's wedding cake and i'm like this is not wedding cake i promise and it's, it's gross so the genetics really do make a big difference even in those local climates man like there's some stuff from swamp boys that i have down there right now this uh, african orange that they say is just fucking the seedlings are crushing it better than everyone else because they're so set for that temperature but yeah yeah, genetics mean a lot, especially in those. In those well, those, and, 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 and anywhere, anywhere subtropical like that or tropical is going to be super narrow band of available genetics that actually work. You know, what I mean, you'll have out, yeah, of, yeah. out of 100 strains, maybe 20 will work. Yeah, you can't be having. I mean, in Jamaica, you can't be having those short, stalky, bushy ones. You just it's just homes for mold at that point. I mean, right. it's going to be very particular on what we have working. But I mean, hopefully, we get some good results. But I'm out. I have to go to dinner. Oh my God! What do you think you're getting married or something? Like that? Uh, uh, I've already been married. Oh, Jesus! Um, you think you're having with, a kid? You think you're having a kid or something? Oh, that too. He's having a kid too. Yeah. yeah. The kid. The kid is literally growing That's up. Awesome. He's, he's married with children now. Can yeah. you imagine? He went from the kid. Yeah, I'm about to buy a fucking house, dog. About yeah, to buy a house. He's a dog. He's got a dog. Yeah. I bet you. Have I got a dog. two dogs. Two, two dogs. Still. They had fleas. I brought fleas home from Jamaica. 
Nice. And I fucked the one up, bro, with the fleas. Really? Dude, he got fucked up bad. Yeah, I mean, it was... You brought them home and gave them to him? Well, it, it, there's him random you? dog. There's stray dogs in Jamaica, so I, I, they must have stuck to my clothes, and uh, oh, a, a flea came. Or, like, larva was on my clothes or some shit, and then You're they fucked him. Yeah, they fucked him up. Fucked him up for, like, a week, bro. Man. Fucked his shit up. I mean, he's had fleas once before. This shit. He had bumps. <laughs> like... I, f- I had to take him to the vet and was like, yo, what's what's wrong? Wow. Yeah, Jamaican fleas, man. And they're, yeah, they're yeah. vicious, dude. They have dreadlocks. They're fucking, yeah, right? They're like, yeah, they come <laughs> up with the fucking little mini Dracos. Like, like, Uzis and shit. Just, you know. No, man, let me, that's one thing. That, the Jamaicans, man, they've been so fucking welcoming and nice and, and accepting of what we're trying to do there because we're not, like, trying to take over their shit. It's nice. It's good stuff. It's but the uh, fleas. The fleas. They don't have they're not, they're not. So they're you were not, not bit it. by those fleas? Did you just, you were, you were, I, I might have had like one or two little bites, like on my arm or some shit. Oh. But they got him right by his tail, too. Was the, oh, dude, he was like flea, the fl- doing the corn cob. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh. <laughs> and it would wake us up in the middle of the night to that sound. <laughs> All right. We don't need I'm to like, hear oh it my God. in a row. Jesus Christ. I wanted to make me. It, it was it was bad. So we had to like, give him baths. Oh, Gage Green Burner Beef on Instagram. Talk about it. What's going on? <coughs> Gage Green Burner Beef. Gage Green Burner. Well, okay, hold on. Wait a second. I'm going to say something real quick. Gage Green Because I, I feel, well, well first off, Gage first off, Burner, I'm not even going to say anything about Burner because that's a waste of my time. That dude's a, come on. Um, but Gage Green, they also did just post a thing that I thought was kind of clowny. They were like, oh, recently. It's a new app. New Burner, I think. Oh, great. Fucking loser. Gage like Green. Um, Gage Green was like, oh, recently Gage Green turned down a oh, 15 million dollar fucking blah, 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 for because we're better than you and we want to be fucking not 15 million. Dollar. I read that as like, you're fucking dumb. Like you, someone offered you $15 million for whatever the fuck Gage Green Genetic Group is and you said no, right. you're dumb. Just sell it to him and then just go start Gage Blue Group and do the same fucking thing. Like, I just don't get people. I don't know. So, no, I don't know what the beef's about, but they're probably both saying stupid shit. No, but the thing is, I think they're the way... Don Disho, but I use mad Don Disho. Then that group went to Burner and Burner said, sure. Cause that's Wait, g- oh, 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 oh. So the, yeah. so the group that offered Gage Green the $15 million then went to Burner. Well, you saw that the Cresco, the big East Coast company, just teamed up with like Trike, who is Reef, and Matt Morgan and Jungle Boys and all those dudes. Mm-hmm. Fucking Dan Bilzerian, Wiener Ignite dude. <laughs> yeah, me. I saw him heating up an email with the torch. Dude. We call that the Dan Bilzerian tech. You heat up your email E-mail, with the you torch. You heat up your email with the torch, <laughs> the Dan Bilzerian tech. Well, it was funny because my wife was on his. Uh, I saw his page the other day and was like, what does he do? I'm like, exactly what you see on your page. That's what he does yeah. all day. He sits around with women with very low self-esteem and photographs them smoking weed. Like, that's him and, and Big Mike, like, hang out and, and circle jerk each other is what I would imagine. I mean, at this point. <laughs> Which but Big Mike are you talking about? From, uh, come on, the Big Mike, bro. Like, There's a couple Big Mikes. Big Mike from Advanced. Okay. Because you know I mean? I'm having Big Mike on the show. That, that Mike? Big Mike? No. Oh, but <laughs> Big Mike from, from Gas, <laughs> gas, gas House. No, nah, he's house. the man. He's Philly Mike to me. Well, he's coming, on, he's, <laughs> coming on, he's coming on next week. So. Um, yeah, okay. Well, uh, but that being said, huh? I'm going to head out. Oh, now you're out. all jealous? The new season of Sunny starts soon. Oh, my God. You don't even need it, dude. You live. You I'm live so it. excited. You live. You live. News, 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 news. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm so fucking. It's going to be so good. You're so excited. You There's some papers. Thanks, um, bro. Call me. Uh, call me. Yeah, boom, thank uh, you. Yeah, call yeah. me tomorrow. All right. So you're going to leave me hanging. Whole hour. What do you got? 
Ah, did you got now? You're good. Thanks, bro. Yeah, these dudes, they chat. Oh, look at these guys. Yeah, they, they, they're, good. they're showing they're good. their own podcast, dude. They're here hijacking. They're hijacking my show. Bye, no, chat. <laughs> chat, people. <laughs> Checking in. Peace. Peace. All right, he's out. See you, guys. Thanks, man. Right on. Good you were just talking beefs earlier. Do you have you any can, beefs going at the moment, Adam, or are you are you beef free? You can drop him down. Uh, I can put you down in my in my, in my uh, yeah. zone. Uh, me, yeah, I, you know, whatever. Uh, who knows? I, I may have beefs. That's one of those things. I never know about them until someone tells me about them later. But with Boveda, maybe or oh, you know, like I mean, as far as prolonged beef, it's always DNA because. They we always grade each other's like I, I I like to call them out. I called them out recently uh, on a po- on a post that they had I'll made about uh, <laughs> about people who uh, was like, "What's your first DNA strain you grew?" And then they were saying how they introduced OG to Europe, and I was kind of like, "Dude, I, I think you might want to re reword that, you know, because we we brought MK to the, on around two thousand and two, uh, and." They arrived in 2004 or something like that. So it was kind of like, well, you know, there was, it was there. You guys are the first people who sold people stuff as OG, even though it wasn't really OG. It was a hybrid of an OG, which I always sold MK Ultra, And that was kind of we, – we've been beefing on that same issue for years just because, uh, yeah. you know, it's kind of like they're, they're – they're, and you did the whole history of OG five years ago, and it's on your YouTube channel too. And it was like a three-, four-part series. Um, you know, and it's 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 if, when you listen to that thing though, you have to understand that we were letting everybody come to the table and trying to figure out ourselves. And now, and now, it's more clear. And, and I'm going to have TK Origin on the show in the near future too. I mean, he's he's come out of the woodwork. And the thing that's funny is like him and Jay, him and uh, Josh met, and then they're all like, "Yep, yeah, that's the story." So now all of a sudden, the story is becoming solidified. But there's the missing element, which is the fact that uh, Alec. Uh, Anderson, who's the guy who we know popped the bean, who lived in Cal- in uh, Florida, who got the cut to Matt and all that, he didn't get that weed from a TK Origin himself. He got it from somebody. You know, so there's a little piece to the puzzle we need to kind of figure out because he got weed from a, uh, mm. from another guy. So it's like I want to try to figure that out. And so we're gonna have him on the show in the near future, kind of try to hash that out still. So that that story is is pretty well figured out as far as the timing and stuff because those people are kind of now all want to become part of the now and i forget too is, is that one of the clones that you know was rumored to have brought uh pm to uh, you know europe or, or whatnot um yeah it was actually sour that was the was really the problem the og uh, og is definitely like can get it but it's not quite as persistent but i brought og and sour on the same trip so i've I claimed responsibility for PM in Europe, even, uh, though, even though I'm sure I'm not the only guy who moved clones around back in the day. But that was kind of like the classic where Sour is just a fucking bitch like that. You know, it's anybody who's grown it, it's like realize like if you have PM issues, you got to be on real do, do your diligence on those things. What do you, what do you think of the Sour Diesel back cross too that Carmen just released? Um, I, I read, I listened to the podcast uh, from the podcast the other day from Karma. So actually on the, on the flight. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious about it. I haven't personally tried it, but, um, it's interesting. But then I listened and I realized like, well, he made it from Rez's BX one. So it's kind of, it's weird. It's like one of those, it's a one in a million shot. It might be there because the genetics. I a few packs of it and I have a couple homies hunting it. Uh-huh. I didn't scoop them for. Self, I scooped them for the homies because okay. they didn't go to them. 
Yeah, well, like like I said, I mean, if the originals are coming out of that Rez's BX1, I'm like, I always thought of that as like an 80% sour diesel kind of situation where it didn't quite, it hit about 80%. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, it smells about right. and It kind of tastes about right, but it doesn't really quite have the full like balance thing going. There's like, a, there's a missing element there of some sort. It's a little bit flat. There was like a flatness somewhere in it where you're like, eh. I never ever buy sour diesel flour anymore just because I just know that basically like in this day and age, like any sour diesel, you'll just most likely going to smell like hay. Like there's no point in even smelling it. Or there's, like, a, there's a few, I mean, there is a few people I know who, uh, they would, uh, you know, they brought the cut from New York to like, uh, Seattle and a couple other places and they've been rocking it and holding it down. And every time I come back, I'm like, damn it, it's fucking, it's still there. You know, it's not like it's, it's, it's. But it is it's a finicky plant though to begin with, so it's one of those things where you're keeping moms and it's it's a it's a struggle compared to some plants are just fucking easy, you know what I mean? It's like they grow the right rate, they fucking get woody enough to be left alone where Mac Mac like, like the anti of that. Mac was like the slow like Bernie Mac, I, I popped fifteen different breeders in my growing Mac. Anything with Mac or Mac crossing is probably one of the slowest growers there is. Well, he, I mean, I talked to Cap and he was pretty much, you know, it's not a good breeder. So it's one of those things where he, he puts out, he puts out work knowing that you're going to have a hard time making shit out of it and or well, I mean, a lot of mutants I, and stuff. Every, you know? In my whole girl, out of all the packs I popped, I, pa I popped, I popped strawberry guava by Oni Seco, dragon's blood hash plant by Bodhi, candy breath by in-house. I got one Hermie from that one. I popped LLOAF2 from Skunk House, Bernie Mac from Capulator, Ke uh, Chem Dement from Full Moon Genetics, Cherry Wine from Tree of Life, and a few others. And Bernie Mac, I got three keeper females and one keeper male in my eyes. But in a crazy, like, stressed out, like, haze, I don't know why, but I killed my male and crushed it up, and I still managed to get pollen off of it. But I, I know I thought it was herming for some reason. I don't know. I freaked out and just, like, collected pollen. And then I'm like, good idea, even though if it could be potentially hurting me, throw it on my plant. So, like, I threw it on my Bernie Mac. Huh. And that's what was uh, great. Yeah, with the and were they all female? Huh? And were they all female, those seeds, when you pop those? Or have you popped those? Um, oh, uh, the, the Bernie Mac F2s? Yeah, whatever you whatever you hit that pollen on that you thought. Well, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. The, that's what that's what Indie Canada is growing, and it's got the pink and purple, and it's coming out to be pretty frosty. I didn't know that was a Hermie either, but either way, I was... No, it was no, it wasn't a Hermie. I just oh, I thought okay. it was. I was freaking uh, out because like the pollen sacs were developing, but I had a lot of nutrient burn in my grow at the time, uh, so I couldn't tell what the deal was. Sure. So I ended up just chopping it down. But yeah, like I just chopped him down. My homie's like, "Why'd you just kill your male?" I'm like, "I, I don't know." Like, I was it a Hermie? He's like, "You're an idiot, bro." He's like, "Those pictures were good." It's because like, yeah, I was like I couldn't tell. I don't know for some reason I was freaking out. I'd yeah. only had like three hours of sleep consistently for like a week straight, so like I don't know what the deal was, but that was definitely a bad move. <laughs> yeah, lost a good one, but the F2s are proving to be really stable and uh grow out really well and so is the haterade so i'm pretty happy about that that's why i named the second cross haterade where i cross tropicana cookies and bernie mac we're gonna see how that's gonna play oh. out 
So, so how's the future of the uh, the industry looking? Usually, you, there's like during stuff in the news, and and the outlook doesn't always look so hot. And so, is there anything kind of for us who are kind of you know looking to get into it to kind of like look forward to aside from you know dropping prices and stuff? Well, I mean, availability obviously and convenience. Right now, it's it's weird though because I, as a grower. I don't want convenience. I don't want to be able to go to a shop. I don't want to get other people's weed. I mean, you know, it's not interesting. I think the most important thing, whether or not it's uh, something to look forward to, it's something to protect, is the right to grow and the right for home grows. You know, so that's that's where I think as a sort of we need to kind of come together as growers and realize like if our states, uh, you know, start to put uh, legislation towards. No, squeezing out uh, home growers, which is happening because a lot of these yeah. dispensaries and a lot of these uh, grows have lobbyists working for them, and their whole job is to squash the home grower uh, to force yeah. people to buy their weed. Which that's when it gets weird for me. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit suspect of that. Those are the sessions that I go to. I don't. I don't know if you. I remember you telling you in D Canada, but when like I mean, you know how I go to the sessions on Sundays, right? Where you know all the home growers go and sell their shit, and they you know they they get theirself a table. Sure. It's like it, ch- it changes, and you get the address the day before, and it's either in someone's yeah. backyard. Or, right, right. Well, a dispensary owner caught wind of an address, and he was losing sales because of this place, and he ended up calling the feds on it, and it got raided and shit. And, like, a lot of people get their medicine from there. And they actually raised money for some person's uh, chemo treatments through there. And it was crazy as fuck. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, way to support the culture, guys. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's exact. That's, like, exactly what I'm talking about. It's, like, you know, loss of profits. But the reality is that those people who go to those shows and those places, they're at least connected enough to the weed industry and the weed game to – to want to go there to buy and they're not buying grams they're buying fucking ounces people are you know people are there to buy pounds ounces whatever they can buy and you're not even legal allowed you're not even legally allowed to sell those out of your shop that way anyway so it's like the black market you're not going to stop the black market it's just that he doesn't like the fact that the black market uh is being bold enough to throw these events you know which is what's happening because exactly and and the the thing is at the end of the day like the dispensary stuff i've worked quite a few farms and a lot of the stuff i've seen in farms like i've seen some bad stuff and i've called a lot of growers out for it and this is why i don't work at many farms anymore because one i don't want to bring pests back to my own grow but i mean i've like one like one of the previous farms i worked at i don't want to fucking name them but like we went in to work and they're like all right time to go buck guys and then, like, the curing lines, like, all, like, it's just, like, cobwebs of spider mites at the top of the plants. I'm like, you guys got me fucked up. And I got done bucking, and I was sick as shit for two weeks, bro. Like, it hurt to move and everything. Because, like, there was also, like, there was some PM on there. And I'm just like, wow, and they're going to do it wholesale, and it's probably going to get blasted and, into stuff. And I called the previous boss at a different company for blasting mold out for fresh freezing, like, literally cool as a bud rot. Us. like even in the dispensary like they they like i don't know like I, that's why i like i like my homegrown shit i like to know my grower I like to know what their inputs are and I like to be able to put them on the spot like that oh yeah i mean there's gonna be there's there's so much going on within the because you know how it is people don't want to lose crops they're spraying late they're doing all sorts of shit uh you know there's enough testing and stuff in the industry to sort of slow that down but there's also a lot of material going out the back door all over the place 
And then you got CRC te- or the CRC filters, which are now hitting the whole BHL market. The color remediation cartridges. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's some crazy shit right there, man. You, I've seen. I literally saw somebody at uh, at one of these sessions with straight up like brown like stuff that was not stable or anything at all, uh-huh. and they had the same stray next to it that was white and i'm like man i'm like you got basically like the poop and the polished poop and you're selling it to the customers i'm like you don't think anybody's gonna catch on to that right quick <clears throat> wow yeah the, the the thing is when you have volumes of of resin and volumes of of uh, flour and volumes of material and it's like you're unless you're in a you know properly uh refrigerated room and you keep it all stable and everything that shit's just like breaking down daily you know what i mean so it's like uh and people are back like like oregon has got so much weed backing up that they can't sell lose capital here lose capital for sure um <laughs> and a lot of it was good weed when it started it just sat for too long and you know just fucking now it's fucked up it, it, and then now like everybody and their brother like i have i've seen like I've seen so many people try to sit there and like grow like 100 outdoor plants 50 outdoor plants in their backyard or have a house on 50 acres and then they'll cure and be like they'll try to push like a garbage bag like i'll literally be picking nugs of bud rot out and they'll be like oh yeah it's got some perp in there i'm like nah dude that's not perp that's mold yeah. yeah, you know, it's funny. Like, I love just, like, seeing, like, wow, like, some people consider this meds. <laughs> and, it, and it's all what you're exposed to as a, as, a, as a consumer or as a grower or whatever. And some people, like, just, there's people out there who grow shitty weed, who think they grow and great weed, grow and have no idea what good weed is because they've never seen it. <laughs> and, then, you know, and nowadays, people are finally getting more exposed to, uh, by you know, obviously by internet and shit like that, too. You know, you see some people who actually can fucking pull it together and do some fucking proper shit, and you're also getting to see things grown. You know, ten thousand plants outdoors, six thousand plants, five thousand plants, uh, and in the ground and proper, or you know, raised beds. Situations where you're like, all right, these plants can flex, you know, hard, and uh, so there's some there's some. Uh, what's going on in the industry now I think is going to be that we can all look forward to to go back to the whole original question was you know the fact that we're you can get on one of these teams growing some fucking proper weed legally you know where we never would have been able to before and then looking back you're kind of like wow we really were fucking like I was I had built grow rooms underneath places where I was like scraping away trying to get an extra two feet of space to yeah. Get a little, you know what I mean, and like just to hide that shit as far away as from people as possible. And nowadays, you can actually have the whole place, the whole warehouse, whatever you're in, yeah. front to back, loaded yeah. up. Yeah, seven one three. He's grinding right now, like not in a boat like you were, but you know, and I'm grinding too. But we all have different situations. But it's like a for, bit of a hustle. Me, basically, I, I I had a previous grow. I had a I had a one bedroom apartment. I had a lo- I had a loaded with eighty plants, and uh, I just had a four by eight tent frame up, and I had my bed my bed in my room, and I just put cardboard over my my bed because like I had way too many plants. I didn't ha- I had a four by eight tent frame, but no like no tent wrap on it so my whole group room was the grow and i was sleeping in my grow of course i mean that, like i had a bed one of the funny ones was my very first grow in, in holland i had a uh, nowhere to dry it either same classic problem of not thinking about that you know because i had built, <laughs> i had like built the grow room all secret and hidden away and then uh 
so I decided to fucking just, and I had already taken the plants out because uh, it was like one of those situations where I was just like, I was just about to take the plants out or take that, I had everything cleaned out. So then I ended up putting my bed where the grow was and all the plants drying above me, you know? And it was like such a nice, it was such a nice view. It was like one of those deals where I was just sitting back looking like when, as I'm going to bed, looking up. Like, That's yeah, crazy. this is a grower's life right here. You're like, fuck it. I'm going to sleep under, you know, I'm sleeping under I, these bitches. <laughs> like, I was super happy, you know. I wish mine was more uh, as as comforting. I um, I ended up uh, bringing some, uh, I think I, I think I was like some aphids back from a farm. So I ended up having to release 3,000 ladybugs in my bedroom. Yeah. So that was a fun thing. And then after a while, you like, my apartment. You're on your neck all the time. Yeah. That's the ones you get. Because you're like, oh, motherfucker. You, you can't help <laughs> but want to hit them. And then you're like, oh, sorry, little little guy. Like, yeah, that was a nickel <laughs> right there, bro. <laughs> like, I just spent money on those ladybugs. Yeah. But um, I did have, I had to move that whole grow out. Something happened with my roommate. I had 72 hours to move this whole grow to my friend's place. So I moved the whole grow. And that was fucking crazy. And then they're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, man, let's add more plants. And they're like, that's not a good idea. But like, okay, you're going to do what you're going to do. So I popped 160 seeds and then ended up taking up a whole another room at my homie's crib. And then I finished up that grow. Yeah, move, yeah I've been uh, moving, pl- moving plants. Yeah, trailer park boys would be some idols of mine. Yeah, it's one of those situations when you're doing it, you're just like, you're like you're you're in it, you know what I mean? Like you're in it, you're going for it. And uh, I had a, I had to move a bunch of plants when they were in mid flower on the fifth week, uh, fifth week it's of flower. Like, like people try to tell you to stop, it's just like you, you can, bro. <laughs> and the problem was is that they were so like interlocked and perfect, you know, they were just like ready to just help each other out and just kick ass and just become these huge fucking plants. And they were all bubble gum. It's like. Me and the original guy who we did it with Victor, who we and, and we uh, we had a guy who we were he, he was uh, we over we we over taught him is a problem because we we told him that we could see if somebody was growing we could spot grow rooms all the time because we could see the color of the light like we'd see a little pinhole or a, a fucking little crack in the window and some fucking proper you know uh, HPS lighting coming out and you'd be like grow room you know what I mean the rest of the place is all dark enough and he came home in the, uh, uh, on the train and looked at his own house and there was a p- corner of, a, of one of the windows and it was flapping like this so you could see the light coming out of the window and so he freaked out and then called called me and my friend and was like you gotta take these out right now you know what I mean and we were like no dude like, that's not a good idea like was one of those tried to talk him out of it. He didn't go for it. So when we went, and they're all in, they're in uh, hydro buckets full of water with hydro corals. It was like a nightmare. It was like the worst, worst thing Dude, you could ever want to move. Bro, like we about to scrap. <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough, and 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 literally the trail that we left behind us was was like water and hydro corals from his apartment into the elevator downstairs and out and it was just a, a constant trail we had to take 40 40 40 or 50 plants out it was quite a lot like 44 plants or something and each one was two feet like it was huge they were like you know a foot and a half or you know two feet around like just solid and we're trying to like drag those bitches out and we can only put six in the van at a time or eight and we had to take like multiple trips drop these things off everything got broken beat up you know, Dude, that, it was nightmare that, like 
vaguely reminds me of mine. So we um we were actually a little bit more uh not discreet about that. We ended up going in the middle of the fucking day. We loaded up a van because it was my last day at the apartment complex. So we loaded up a plan with a whole bunch of plants. And I'm in the back and my roommate's fucking just hitting sharp turns and like half my plants are just falling over. I'm just like, bro, like there's plants back here, bro. You need a you get to the apartment complex and I've lost like a third of my branches and I'm just like, well, I guess we'll call this selective branching. I'm just like, I just threw them up and then fucking like some neighbor just like, it's like, hey, I'm like, I stopped in my tracks like that smells fire. I'm like, hey, I'm like, hit me back in like six weeks, fam. I was like, I got you. And he was like, kept loading plants into the garage and closed the garage up. And that was a wrap on that day. But I lost like fucking so many branches in that fucking car. Perlite everywhere. Shit was brutal. Yeah. I mean, soil is the best thing to be moving plants in regardless. Like the one thing that makes you yeah. love. Like if, if you have them in small enough pots, if they're in anything over five gallons is a bitch. You know what I mean? Five gallons is doable. But yeah, like. That's literally exactly why I have a reason now. Like I'm planning on my. I tried to get you onto soil before seven one three, but you've had a hard time switching every time I bring it up. What? I'm on soil. Oh, you are on soil. I think it was maybe because you were gonna switch off of soil then. Yeah, I was gonna switch off of. I was gonna switch off of soil to cocoa and salts because everybody gives me shit because I've never run salts before. But I, if I have a foot in living organic, I might as well try to fucking play on that knowledge and continue. Because, like, yeah. I talked to the Nectar for the Gods people. I feel like I've got a better handle on the nutrient line. And I'm not going to burn the fuck out of my plants this time. I mean, the whole thing yeah. about salts is you, you can get big production, but your flavors will always lack. I mean, it's really hard to nail it. But it also depends on if you're smoking for, if you're growing for yourself, you're growing for for commercial for commercial it's kind of it's kind of hard to beat you know what i mean when it comes to the price price per unit and all that you sort of go but when it comes to flavors and having you know if you if you're trying to go for a brand or make a bunch of people happy or you smoke it yourself then you go organic if you're just gonna go drop it off at the fucking you go salts for yields organic for terpenes and quality yeah. It's always been my notion, but it's just like, like I said, like that's what the thing I've always known, like Bakashi, Mycos, you know, microbial teas, botanical and compost teas. Like to me, like that's my jam right there, like cover yeah, crops. And that's, and that's funny because, uh, you know, stay there because people are going to come your way anyway. A bunch of people are going to switch it over soon because they're going to figure out like, why is my, because it, it, the thing about growing on hydro, uh, cocoa, any of those things is like you're only one mechanical fucking function away from things not working out, you know, so like if you you know, like everything could be great for fucking 10 years growing but you can still occasionally, even after 10 years of doing it, whatever, you can just like, the power goes out, the thing fucking blows a fuse, somebody forgets to plug in, whatever, yeah. it happens it happens to everybody making clones with easy cloners because that's the only thing <laughs> it can do stuff. stupid is unplug it and forget to plug it in, which everybody's guilty of. Like, I don't think anybody who has one hasn't done it. And if you have, haven't done it, you haven't made enough clones because you gotta, that, that. you gotta fuck it. It's just like flooding your fucking reservoir. If you have never flooded your reservoir, it means you're not a really good, you're not, you're not going for it. You know what I mean? You're, you're just you I, got I, your little I, tiny I, thing and you're so overly anal and you're, you know what I mean? I made an Instagram post because I put, cut a whole bunch of fresh clones and I plugged my cloner into the timer and I'm like, hell yeah. And I posted them on Instagram. I'm like, fresh clones, guys. Yeah. 
And then, like, 30 minutes later, when I go take a piss, I'm like, bro, all my clones are dead. And everyone just, like, they're just, like, they're just wilted. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I plugged the cloner into, like, the timer, but I didn't plug the timer into the wall. See, it's it's a multi-step process. No, I mean, that's the thing is, like, growing in general is, like, like when you do the mechanical shit about it, like, aeropon if you want to get mechanical, then, yeah, aeroponics, highest fucking... Uh, amount of oxygen at the root level is what you really, really want. But it also is like the most tricky when it comes to uh, just having the slightest pH issues, uh, microbials that you aren't that you're not aware of, pathogens, things like that. Pythium is a fucking bitch. If it gets over eighty degrees, or if your water gets over eighty degrees. You're fucked. Like your shit just goes. Yeah. Burr, burr, burr. All of a sudden, you got brown roots and shit getting I, going downhill. I have my cloner in one of my rooms, so I had to start freezing bottles and throwing bottles in my cloner. I was not happy about it. So, Adam, in <laughs> yeah. terms of pH meters, like, what do you have to get? That one brand was it like? Is it Blue? Oh, What's the one? Blue brand? Lab. Blue Lab. Yeah, Blue Lab's a good company. I mean, so what I what I like personally is. Uh, uh, a company called Bischoff has one which is like a, it's like a square, it's like a rectangle box with a with an old analog meter for both pH and another one for EC separately. And the thing I liked about that is it's like you can actually watch everything happening in real time. So if you throw that into uh, a, into a reservoir or whatever, and have your water, throw your mix in each time you drop something in, you watch that meter go up. And if you hold it, because it only works when you push the button down on it, and then kind of, if if you if you fuck up, it'll and you you can see that happening in real time too. Instead of it being like, it's going up, it's going up, it's going up, it keeps going up. What the fuck's going up? To nine point. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you don't know if it's your meter or your thing or this. And so with those ones, it had also replaceable uh, uh, probes, so it was easy. You know, you can keep the the meter. I've had one of those for years. Uh, but I like the blue nuts too. They're all right, and I, I think they were. So is it or not blue nut? What is it? Blue lab. Blue lab. Sorry. Lab. Yeah. Now the ones yeah. who make do they blue lab also makes the, uh, the EC stick right. That's from them too. Or yeah, that, the wand. Yeah, the wand. That was the first piece I had from them, and I thought that was cool. But it, it almost worked. It felt like a. A video game or something where you're like, okay, is it gonna work? Is it gonna be like diddly 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 diddly? <laughs> and you're like, ah, and you never ever fucking calibrated that thing, so it was kind of weird. It was like one of those almost too, <laughs> too good to be true. But okay. uh, but again, if you're growing on so if you're growing on a completely organic, then EC's not really in your fucking wheelhouse anyway. pH also the thing is when you you don't want to overcorrect too much so you you're better off putting the cleanest water possible with and no additives whatsoever to ph it balance it because if you have healthy soil the soil yeah. ba balances itself <laughs> too, so it's almost better to let them do that than it is to try to overcorrect it and come in with the what you expect the so soil to be at you know because then the soil doesn't have a chance to adapt to to that level so i always thought that about my nectar for the gods because i started just recently like this is gonna sound stupid as fuck, but I just started recently paying attention to what I started like actually putting into my plant. Like I was like, man, like this soil says it's got like pH correctors in here. I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and pH correct my water. Cause like I've had homies that grow fire off of straight tap water, 
and have homies kill it with RO water. Yeah, RO can be over. Like, that, I, I I totally believe that too because RO water isn't really the whole thing about RO water is that you actually need more nutrients to make that shit correct, and so you end up spending more money because you're spending money to RO the water. Putting three three gallons down the water, keeping one gallon in your reservoir, stripping those three gallons of all, taking out all the bullshit, and getting it in your into your filter, having to replace those filters. You know, I mean, it's like a fucking never-ending <clears throat> payout scheme. Where if you had, depending on your water quality, if you have, you can you can dip, use like a tall boy, and mm-hmm. just take out the fucking the the the, the, the bigger. Uh, pieces plus you know dechlorinate it <clears throat> things like that but you don't, you don't need to I think RO is almost too much because you have no right. there's no minerals there's no nothing I like well water that's like I have really good well water in one spot and I literally take that water to all my other spots you know what I mean because I'm like fuck this water here I'll bring the right, water right. and I'll just bring it over to the other spot because then at least I know it's the best one I have you know and it's, it comes through sandstone it's like an artesian well and it's fucking it's like fair. it's awesome. So that water, tried and true, I'll take it to all my spots. Because then the other ones are in the city and they're and they're connected to the city water. So I don't instead of going through the filtering and all the bullshit. Because you kind of like to have some, especially if you're growing on on living soil. You want to start with living water too. You don't want dead water. Right. Like I I, I remember trying to grow with distilled water when I first grew, and I was like trying to get the clean to make clones oh. and it just didn't i was like why is this not working and i was like a little overkill guys you know, you know and then just slightly right, they grow all the time right What's that? They, they, they grow all the time with like that stuff in there like like you know not like <laughs> distilled water you know all the time right well, well the yeah well the biggest problem with uh with tap water in the first place anyway is the fact that they put uh, a lot of for the right now, there's a lot of blooms going on uh, all over the place that are huge, and a lot of it's. I mean, I wouldn't say that it's for weed growers, but it's from the agriculture in general. They all so all the downstream shit is blooming out hard, and so those things are like uh, amplified by weed growers, of course, because people who are growing salts and fucking dumping shit that that stuff goes downstream and fucking start getting th- you know things growing even further. So. Uh, they put anti-growing uh, agents in the water so that the blooms don't get don't start right. So now that you got that in your starting of your water, you're you're trying to flower and you got anti-blooming <laughs> anti-blooming agents in your water. So you're like, huh, I wonder why this shit's getting all weird. So there's there's that you know. So yeah, definitely water quality. I think is one of the most important starting points for any grow you know it doesn't matter how big or small like even if it's a little fucking indoor grow city water is not the way to go if you can you know in this chem dog man i i told myself i wasn't gonna break into the second gram today but this is like the second gram third gram i'm going through today Nice. I'm mad that you, you didn't run into uh, 713. You didn't run into Adam at that last expo when you went out to Oregon. Because I told you to go stop by and get the done deal and check out some sage seeds and stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I was really high and we were stumbling around. And no yeah. way. I can't believe that. I don't believe it. Yeah, no, he told me you were there. And like, like, man, I was just like, I was just kind of like wandering around. Like, I, like, I, had a, I, had a, I had a Runt's Glow tray with me, and I was wearing a giant purple weed suit. Like, I was 
Uh, definitely. Is. I was just like, we actually bumped into Capulator's line. Like, it's funny. I like, I, just, I was just wandering around, and then I, like, I rolled up. I'm like, hey, who's this guy with a beard? And this woman ran up on us, and she's like, hey, that's Capulator. Get to the back of the line. I'm just like, Damn, you got. And like, we had to go like, we had to, like walk feet away and then get line. And I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was in a daze throughout that event, and it was funny as fuck because like, man, like, what all did I scoop? I scooped a Mac Nasty. Actually, it was funny as fuck. So first thing, my first words to Capulator wasn't, "Your seeds are dope," or "Can I get your seeds?" I'm just like, "Can I have a hat?" He's just like, "What?" He's like, "You, you don't want to ask me about my seeds or genetics or anything." I'm like, "Hat, buddy, how much?" What's the comment? He's just like, 20 bucks. I'm like, all right, cool. Now we got that away. Let's talk about some seeds. He's yeah. just like, what the fuck? This kid wants the calculator hat more than the seeds. The OG hat. <laughs> you see it in Instagram and everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I like I, mean, yeah, I, no, like, I like his genetics for sure as far as like what he grew. I, I tried some that he grew at the, at, that, uh, at that show. and We went out to, uh, to a brunch together. Try to get him on the show. He was sort of like he said. He he said he, he doesn't do interviews. He never has, but he'll give Adam Dunn show exclusive on the first one. So, oh yeah. So we will have him on here at some point when he finally realizes it's not a big deal. It's a lot right. when he's doing like a Hawaii show and it's fucking hot as fuck and he's got his beard on. And he's like, oh, why am I wearing this beard? Yeah, but but it is it is a. Uh, Oh shit! Runs. <laughs> it's a glow train. It's sick. It's a glow train. Nice. Like, yeah, I have. I'm working on getting my own. But yeah, I was. That's it. I was, I was rolling around the event with that bad boy. Yeah, no, it was, it was fun. I scooped up them some Twan boys and some Jinx proof. Jinx proof is probably one of my favorite readers in the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he does so much. Hey, there's your tray right there. Hey, flex. No. This is the new yeah. raw tray. Uh, I didn't. I realized his his, his seed company is registered as a charity company. I found out that out at the last expo. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's registered as a five. I think it's like a five hundred one three five hundred one cc or something or whatever. But yeah, like, he does a lot of stuff. He just hit one followers on Instagram what? too. Raw. But uh, yeah, no juice proof. Oh, yeah, he does a lot for the the uh, PNW uh, families with autism. Aren't they aren't nope. raw owned by HGI or whatever though, or not? So I, I was thought you were talking about something different for a second, but oh, I was talking about raw. <laughs> no, before that though, but yeah, raw. I just know that it's the guy who I always see on Instagram. He always he's like rock and roll is his uh, yeah. handle, mm-hmm. um, and he just got a million followers recently. But he always does these videos, these product demos of all the raw products, and apparently he's the guy who is behind all the different papers. He would be an actually someone that'd be great to have on the I'm Done show because yeah. he he's he's behind all the different juicy blunts and wraps, um, and then he's also the guy who did the, does the raw brand stuff. So he creates all the different products that are you know things you wouldn't think to be products for just you know cannabis company. He'll make you know skateboards or oversized you know spliffs and all that shit right like my challenge cones like the my two foot long cones that i keep fucking smoking three ounces on even uh the raw guy on his instagram recently even did what adam dunn did with the leaf blower thing too he he had that post recently so he 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 took the leaf blower uh it was a raw branded and everything um i think it was i didn't see that i think what it was 
I, I think what it was was it wasn't even a leaf blower. It was actually one of those uh, things you used to put, like to blow up an air mattress. That you plug into yeah. the wall, but maybe it was modified some way. Sure. But then he just had he had to pump up one of those oversized uh, raw spliffs, and then he just slowly pushed the air out of the spliff. <laughs> Sounds like some Chinese chemicals coming out of your, your lungs there. Mmm, yummy. Dirty, dead smoke out of my old, raw, funky fucking blow up things. No, I'm sure it was <clears throat> Anyway, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's funny to see like that whole, that, uh, companies like that finally, well, I, I like, I mean, I like raw. I buy, I bought it back today. I mean, I actually like the, the papers myself. Um, but in general, it was like, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're on the cutting edge, I think just because they fucking, they, they, kind of hit a nerve with with people where they real i mean i everybody smoked the shittiest papers for so long if you think of how how they tasted they tasted like kind of like metal or something like yes. that you know what i mean there was like a metallic flavor in them and stuff Could never i feel it. like you do have a beef and the beef one of the beefs is with raw no or not with no, raw. No, I don't, no i don't know right now that's what he's saying he's like i'm coming for you rock and roll no yeah. I, no you know my whole thing they, they at one point there was some like some murmur of them sponsoring not the show. This is pre-show. Just sponsoring me because I was like, I bought like I think eighteen thousand packs a year off of them for oh, sure. for all the hoodlums because we used to put them in the hoodlums for a couple years and and then one year the Chinese figured out what they were and we're like, no, we cannot pack these anymore. So because we, we send them to China, we'd buy them from them direct, send them to China, and then when they were assembling the jackets at the very end when they were putting them into the boxes, we had the ladies put the put the papers in. They had to fold them back. And slide them in and line them up, you know. And then when we did a tour of the factory, the ladies who were doing it, they pulled them out of the papers and they started to wipe their nose with them. And they're like, oh, looky, looky, wipey, wipe. Like, and we're like, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what they're for. They're for wiping your nose. Uh, Just yeah. pack them up, you know what I mean? It was like, but anyway, we, then we couldn't, once they figured out that they were actually rolling papers, then we weren't allowed to, to, to do them. So we stopped buying them at, uh, at that point. Because we didn't want to open up every fucking box and open up every jacket because the jacket's already been sealed up in another bag, you know? So we're like, fuck it. <laughs> so we stopped buying them. And so anyway, after all that, I was like, I went to them and I said, hey, you guys could like sponsor them. Hey, you know, throw them. Hook it up. No hookups. So anybody who's listening who works for Roar and wants to put us together with it, we'll, we'll, we'll. I wouldn't mind getting that guy on the show, though, for sure. You know? Nice. I like anybody who's. Uh, putting work mm-hmm. in you know sure but uh back to beefs yeah so beefs uh like i said dna is funny because anyway i called him out on that whole og thing they got all huffy said i can't believe you're still fucking beefing i was like well it's the way it is you know what i mean so i hate people who change history for their own fucking measure when it's so obvious you know what i mean it's like dude you you smoked og grown by me years before you even had a fucking anything going on there you just were there you know what i mean you just so and they were like yeah but we're the first guys to sell it as og and i was like that is not that's not the same as bringing the actual genetics there you know what i mean we brought the genetics we didn't call it og because it never was og and we didn't want to step on fucking josh and those guys thing and be like look now it's here you know it's like kind of 
was still pretty underground at that point, you know. So you were <laughs> you weren't trying to spread that fucking. So it was, became MK Ultra. Anyway, it was a hybrid too. It was just it was so when you're making a hybrid, and it said it in the name. It said ogre, you know. It said OG or Kush, which is ogre. what it, which is what it was at the time, you know, uh, amongst us. And so the <clears throat> you know anyway, it's like that. So that to me is the only beef that I ever had, where I was just kind of like, dude call it at least what it is don't be like oh and then the, oh the funniest part was and they <laughs> then Aaron because this is this is just me and Aaron going back and forth and then he said and if you think we were not growing bef- in OG before we moved to Amsterdam you're crazy right and I was like I can tell you 100% that is a total utter lie because <laughs> they, when they got there they had never grown anything in their life you know so so it was kind of like one of those oof here we go, <laughs> like here we go, and it was and it was crazy too because it was like one of those like really, you know. So anyway, one of those, one of those situations where you're like really okay, because it was it was their claim to fame. Our claim to fame is we brought OG to Europe, and I'm like no, you didn't. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. I also brought like I said, I also brought PM, but I brought PM with OG and Sour. Same, same time, same trip. He's like, I got fire genetics with y'all too. He's like, don't forget. Yeah, well, it was just because when I got uh-huh. the oh, when I got the sour, even though it's from New York, my guys brought it to brought it to uh, NorCal. So I was in I was in Cal, Southern California, picking up the OG. Drove up to NorCal, picked up the, and he was living in a tent, and uh, had a little fucking plant with him. You know, so wasn't the fucking greatest of like it wasn't like coming out of a it was good it was fine plant but it was like you know still in the wild <laughs> in the backwoods of some fucking place but yeah so uh, yeah so uh, as a as a breeder what would be like some good principles to live by like quality first is would, would be one or something right or at least one of them um is there any like other off the top of your head that you you would mention for someone starting out I mean, in, in breeding, you mean, or in, in I mean, for breeding is pretty much simply bringing something to the table that's interesting and trackable, and not fucking a rehash of other people's work. Just kind of like, especially not when it's like anything that's already a oh. polyhybrid that you're trying to like bring to the table. Like I have this thing which is like 2003, or you know, like forget about it. Like just, you want something that literally that came out of left field. And the closer you are to it, the better, because at the end of the day, like, a lot of us had dads or moms or family members or uncles or whatever who grew weed back in the day. And if you could find something that, like, was African-based or fucking, uh, especially, like, you get some Southern African strains, which are, like, and Malawis, things like that, that are super heady, like, really fucking strong and out of the mix of most things. Like Romulan well, Romulan, I mean, shit, that's like a 1982 strain or something like that. You know, so so old. Like, when I had it, it was already kind of like, Ugh. like, you could tell it has been through the ringer in half. It's real leafy. You know what I mean? You grow it, you're like, fuck, it's a leaf bomb. It grows nice weed, and it's strong, but it's funky. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not the, it's not, the, so anyway. <laughs> oh, great. Look at that. 6.45. See, I was an idiot last night. Like, 6.45. Wake up. <laughs> Go take the kid to school. Luckily, I did. I probably said 6.45 a.m. and a p.m. Like an idiot. Uh, 
so, um, yeah, if, I mean, the reality is just like, like I said, bring something new. Uh, the closer you are to it, the better. Like if you have any old relatives or friends or something like that that actually had something that they can remember any fucking – because that's the thing about a lot of the seeds I got that are old is I was an idiot and I didn't like write notes to myself. And if I did, I'd be way happier now because I have so many bags of seeds that are like one little fucking note to my, like lucky. I know what it is because I wrote it on the originally on the bag and it's already worn off, but it's still, if I hold it up, I can kind of see what it is. You know what I mean? And I'm looking through them like, well, whatever it is, I got to keep it. I'll do some investigating later. You know and it's like? So you got to like, make sure you label all your, all your seeds that you've got Go through some of your old old shit. Try to try to grow them out. Especially try to find stuff that's a little left field. Uh, you know, if you got some weird like now nowadays people appreciate mutants, which they didn't appreciate before. But now like, you know, you see all these mutants that are like the the, the hot new shit. And so the whole thing is you want to get something that's trackable. So if you get something that you get and you cross it with something and that thing gets what you have and you can really show it off to somebody and make, mm-hmm. even if it's a fucking mutation, that's weird. Like, oh, dude, every third branch comes out with a polyploid weird thing and has five things coming off. And it's like, if it does that on everything you cross it with, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do it. Cause you'll get a name for that thing. You can prove, you know what I mean? Whereas if it's like, yeah. I got this OG sour cross bullshit, which is not really, you know, it's, it's, two S1s that are not really I mean maybe maybe you get some good stuff but at the same time you didn't really do the work you know what I mean you just kind of took a bunch of even when I see Gorilla Glue crosses like they tried they tried to come out and be real hard and tell everybody not to use their name and still I see everybody doing it and I don't think they're paying and it's like you get good crosses off that plant it's easy to cross plant it's also got you know it's slightly herbie prone or whatever but it's not that it still puts out fire. Like when you cross it into something, you can see it doesn't take the greatest breeder in the world to slap Gorilla Glue onto it and be like, look at that, frosty, easy to manicure nugs. It's like, that's what it does. Foster cannabis or like the duck's foot. Yeah, the duck's foot's a good example. That's like something where if you get something where you can get that consistent in your seeds uh, or just get the clone around or whatever, you, you'll get people following that. I'm- my duck's foot with some bleeding dragon's blood hash plant pollen, so I'm hoping I have some bleeding duck's foot. <laughs> that would be dope. A bleeding duck foot would be dope. You know, that's... Yo, I mentioned, uh, what was the strain that you talked about the other week? Uh, the cat piss one? Oh, yeah, so I, I'm running a project. As, um, he's going to be helping out with the charity project that I'm running. Uh-huh. Um, San Diego Chronic. Um, we're crossing purple cat piss and unicorn poop from Thug Pug. So it's, and we're gonna call it mythical fetish. Yeah, I just like that cross. Yeah, there should be some files on there. Sound, sounds sounds juicy. Uh, Capis is pretty pungent, and the unicorn poop that we found, we were looking for a GMO dominant one. Um, so we could have that, just that funk and that just piss taste. I'm looking for a strain that you can make some quality live resin out of that when you open the lid just fucking clears the room. Like, it's just like, what is that? Like, just some raunchy stuff. Like, I, I like some crazy terpene profiles. I like the most extremes. Like, I like terpenes over 
high THC content or anything. Like I like I like a general mix, but I like to have like a high terpene content like strain. It's I mean it's cool to let to get people to appreciate the slight nuances. Cause my whole I'm a real uh, taste namer. That's my thing. I, like, I love to like I love to get things from people, smoke it, and then almost immediately be able to hopefully tell them what I think it tastes like and or, you know, like, and connect the dots. And they're sometimes really weird, like, you know, duh. So it was like dog food kind of with mint on the back. <laughs> and you're like, what? That doesn't even seem possible. But it's more like, well, it's how dog food smells. It's not how it tastes. But I kind of get that weird, like, it's funky and kind of grainy. And, we're, you know, and then people get that later. And, and it starts to get, because especially with a lot of those, um, land races and shit they're they're really dirty taste like there's not there's some weird flavor prof profiles there and it's very hard to get something that's even remotely close to our palate you know what i mean you'll be like oh that's a little tastes like but if you can get power through it and also let it cure a little more and kind of work with it or whatever you will extract some really interesting like uh like red like fresh uh fresh I used to get this one thing, like, I got this one thing that was funny. It was, like, literally smelled like walking down the aisle at Home Depot in the wood section, and it was just, like, that cedary bang-on aisle, yeah. aisle 26 or whatever, like we talked about. You, 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 aisle 26. That's like, like it, it's like a, like a woody smell. Like, like, oh, like someone super, just, like, wo super woody, which is actually really nice once you appreciate it. Like, at first, you might get all thrown off by it, but... It's actually pretty nice because it once it gets that flavor, like it's it's makes. The only one I've never been able to come around to, and like I don't know, it's been years since I've touched it, and I've never nobody here in Oregon ever has heard of it. But in Denver, I remember it being pretty popular. Um, Redheaded Stranger. Yeah, I remember. I've yeah. heard of it. I've seen it at Kind Love. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, early. Kind Love cares. Yeah. Oh, yep. I don't like it, man. I do. I do not. I do not. I don't do well with early terpene profiles. It's definitely not my preferred palette. But yeah, that's one of the ones I'll never ever come around to. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some that are that are just foul in a way, in a good way, and there's ones that are foul in a foul way. Um, what I don't like is the ashtray kind of burnt fucking like like where it doesn't have that body. When you get a lot of stuff like that too, which is you know so-called sativa and so-called like it's like no it's not sativa that's just real shitty and doesn't have any flavor you know what i mean it's like i like stuff that, and 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 the thing is it's, it's much more hit and miss that you'll get something that's impressive in, in that in those departments a lot of times the lowest yielding sativas are the best ones it's got the most flavor they're like almost you know i'm alright. I smack about other smells low yielding and it smelt so fucking weird but it yeah i mean a lot so of people. We're both pretty big, like, Bodie fans in general. And you had him on the show a couple of years ago and stuff, yeah. too. Have you have you heard any word from him? or? Yeah. I mean, we talk a few times here and there, and it's just like, uh, I was in the middle of a project, actually, when I, after, after, we, after that show, we worked on a project. I got about halfway done, and then I was like, burr, 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 not right, even halfway right. done, quarter way done, I'd say. And then uh, got stopped by the man, got everything taken, started over again had some some materials left from that like first run that i got and then kind of got to do those as a so it's kind of like you know he's he's got so everybody's on his jock right now and wants to get do stuff with him so i don't want to 
swore about him and so he said do whatever you want and uh sure we'll, we'll chat about it and so I, but I, I haven't put anything out yet from him except those jasmine cat pisses were all that 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 original cross line from him but this is a snow lotus and uh uh 88 hash plant snow lotus and super silver haze cross so just, just found a snow lotus. Uh, no, 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 never mind. Uh, snow leopard B two now. Yeah, I, I picked a male out of that. That was just like it didn't matter if it was male or female. They all looked the same. It's so they were like small and huge leaves, like prehistoric looking leaves. Oh, it had blockhead in it too. Then it was outcrossed and blockhead before that. So before I did it, so mm. uh, <clears throat> so that gave it this like flat no struggle like the leaves didn't have a lot of ribs on them at all they were like real flat kind of floppy and big uh, <laughs> and real noticeable you were like oh yeah that's that and then that but they fucking blew out just like, pre- like again like prehistoric buds and prehistoric leaves and everything about it was kind of like chunky as fuck which i like so nice and really- I, I wrote some uh uh Tobacco by Bodhi, actually, because he had some seeds that he recently put for sale. Um, and they're, I'm hang-drying the leaves now. I'm, sure, I'm not sure if that's your specialty at all, but I guess once they're dry, I can either chop it up, but if I wanted to roll it and make kind of a spliff, uh, do you have any ideas for that? Just kind of, do I need to do I mean, anything? I you have all those fun? molds now you can get from fucking uh, Canagar and stuff, so they, if you wanted to go, like, they already have them with the, the whole thing that goes down the middle and wraps them up and seals them up. And yeah. So you can buy all sure. those if you want to. If you, if you, I mean, I would think you just got to have it so it's kind of like how a backwood is too, where it's got it can't be too dry, otherwise it's going to just crumble, mm. crack. So yeah. it's got to have some moisture to it. And uh, so depending on how, I'd probably I'd probably roll them before they were totally <laughs> totally dry. That way it's easier for you to do it without breaking them and then just let them sit until they totally dry and let them dry with the weed in it and do that kind of, like, sacrifice the, the having the weed be fresh and, you know, you'll know how it's going to taste. It might taste a little more aged, but at the same time it might suck in the flavors a little bit. Like, might be a little transfer of flavor in there too where it's like, like a, I, I pull it up and leave it for a couple of days and let it well, sit. If, and if, just, yeah, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna uh, smoke the the tobacco, you almost want it to be. I wouldn't say tobacco heavy, but like real balanced, like right on the edge there. You don't want it to be so weed heavy that you don't taste what that tobacco tasted like in the first <laughs> place. Because like, if you grow it yourself, fuck it, you know. Kind of like a ice pick almost, if you can. Like, see if you can use some rosin to seal the blunt or the cigar. What's that? I was going to say, treat it like a magar, like a tie stick, and yeah. you could use like you could use rosin to seal the tobacco leaf on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can make like a full-on one and just fucking wrap it and roll it and go nuts with it, or you can fucking, you can just go, how many, how much did you end up with? How, how much tobacco? I have, um, I haven't waited yet, I guess, but I have, so you keep, you wrap it all with an elastic band, all the leaves. Yeah. And I guess I have, eight bunches of them or something, if oh, that makes any sense, and all hanging from ha- coat hanger kind of things. Gotcha. Well, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would definitely roll up a couple things and try it. It's always worth a try. Because... Uh, th- right well, the whole thing I about tobacco, tobacco was, I mean, 
uh, like I have cannabis hanging up too, so I have them both just side by side. I think kind of like tobacco's more in trouble, get you more in trouble than the weed nowadays, because like you're not allowed. To do you it. think, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you're you're you're, you're battling <laughs> you're battling the man. you're battling the man right now. But uh, tobacco also is one of those things where you're like, we wouldn't fight like we do and over the taxes and fucking be all, you know. It wouldn't be like it actually isn't the reason it's so so addictive is not because tobacco is addictive at all it's because they put addictive chemicals in there to make you addictive addicted to it because tobacco good clean tobacco it'll fucking knock you on your ass and you'll be like almost it's almost hallucinogenic you know it's one of those things where you you're like oh fuck and then the walk a lot. yeah and there's different phases down below that you can smoke cigars and you can smoke. But people, because they make the tobacco out of like a bunch of bullshit, spray with a bunch of bullshit, fucking, you know, they're, they'll burn on their own without anybody. And if you just put it on the, it just burns right down to the end. Joints. Uh, <coughs> well, they got, they got this, like, they got this tobacco. I think it's in like Vietnamese or like Thai tobacco. It's called Thuoc Lao. And like you take a hit of it out of a pipe and like people will take a hit out of it and just go stupid like that's, like that's basically like, what i have because what i have is it's uh there's two versions of tobacco and the one i have is like nicotana rusticana is like dude the, that, the, that's actually it's actually um and if, I, if i'm not mistaken if you grow that around your plants it's a pest repellent i wouldn't doubt, yeah. i wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't well it's used i mean the thing is that's also cool that you have your own tobacco too because you can use that in your own uh pesticide right. which would be Totally homegrown, bro. Like right? <laughs> a couple hot peppers, and you grow some... like a cigarette can of filled with water or some shit. Yeah, you don't want some dirty fucking. I've like, heard of that before, and I'm like, nah. Well, that's the thing is that you got to imagine all the tobacco's GMO. I'm sure too. So right, so that that's a guarantee. So you got GMO, and so it's all full of glyphosate, and who knows what else. Yeah. So that's cool. I've never heard of someone actually do it. I've always like yelled at people like why don't tobacco people who love smoking cigarettes just grow their own tobacco you know what i mean right. like how hard can it really yeah. be you know what i mean like i'll bring i'll bring some out when it's like oh yeah now we're all excited i don't even like tobacco but yeah me neither but i, I figure like <laughs> I, quit smoking, it, I quit smoking cigarettes but i'm not gonna lie i'd smoke an indie canada cigarette i have got the willpower i could smoke one and walk away yeah for yeah. sure i don't know i don't believe you somehow <laughs> I just don't like the feeling of nicotine. I'd walk so up to you like, at some yeah. after party and you'd be smoking a cigarette and you'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, right. You'd be like, what? Oh, <laughs> shit. Like, oh, shit, bro. <laughs> I can already see it. So, uh, so these are, oh, wow, those are, those are super green. That is dope. Oh. Because it, it looks all green screen. You can I see can't. it. You can see it, right? But no one else can see it. No right? one can see it. Let me see it. I'll, I'll put it in it. front of you. <laughs> I can't tell if you're uh, no, what screen. Don't, don't, yeah. no, yeah. don't go down in front of your chest. In front of your chest. There you go. Oh, okay. Chest it. There you go. From yeah. your chin to your chest. Chin to your chest. Nope. Down. 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 I don't know. This isn't even the biggest leaf I have. Oh, there you go. Right there. Boom. Can you see it there? No, but I just changed it so you can see it. Oh, it's so funny. You couldn't see it at all. Yeah, but now now you can see it. So. So that's that's tobacco leaf. That's dope. Looks like a big fucking piece of kale, basically, or something. Yeah, too. right. It's been growing for days or so. So you got to imagine, like in Kentucky and all those places, they're definitely curing those things in those big, long, fucking old school wooden bullshit fucking hut things. So you're probably not going to get those 
old dirty terps that you would get if you were there. <laughs> You're missing out on those Kentucky dirty terps because all that shit's like well, that's microbial. Sh- that's all microbial shit that you can't even. Dust herbs. You can never fucking. Daddy, yeah, you're missing out on that, bro, dude. You gotta, you gotta throw that in a barn for a little bit. You yeah, barn it up, bro. Go, yeah, it needs to be barn, barned up. Bottle, yeah. Get some. I don't know. Oh yeah, there you go. Now I can see it. Yeah, yeah but that's what the yeah. But the first part of the green screen was pretty good. Yeah, it was all weird looking. It looked all ghostly. Ghostly, like you yeah, it was weird. <laughs> that's pretty dope. Um so you, you got eight eight bundles that are like probably what six to eight leaves in each one or something like that. Yeah, so, so far, so I, that's what I've harvested of the plant. I guess maybe there'll be another four or five more to come. But that's cool. Yeah, I was and thinking grew, maybe. And where did you grow indoor. that? And where did you grow that indoors or outdoors? I started outdoors and it was a pain in the ass. So I had them in those little seed cells and I looked about looked on how to do it online and you're supposed to put you know saran wrap on top. But because I already have like a clone dome and everything, I actually did that way. Okay. Um, but it's supposed to germinate in about 14 days, so I missed the dome. Um, you know, it was good spring or summer weather actually this year, so I figured, okay, this will probably be pretty good. Um, but yeah, after 14 to 20 days, I saw nothing, so I just I ended up putting the tray in this garden bed and not like caring about it. Um, and then oh, there's, so like it rain might be storm. good. It might be good because you abused it as a child. You left it to. It's an orphan. Right. It's orphan. It's orphan tobacco already. That's that's good shit. You got some right, some negative energy already, like real tobacco, bro. Yeah. It was an orphan. You didn't think I was going to be, be nothing. 14 days. <laughs> I waited 20, and then after about uh, literally a month, I started to see these tiny little sprouts because they're like these really tiny ones at first, and yeah. they look smaller than clovers even. And then I I I really had to carefully transplant them to. A container so then i ended up growing them then from there outdoors and indoor and then i took the indoor one and moved that outdoor and then the one that I mo- had indoor and moved outdoor did better than the one that was outdoor the whole time but the one i had outdoor the whole time i also didn't have it really in the best spot maybe uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's cool so uh what was the size of the pots what are those things uh so initially i had the tobacco in those seed cells, and then I moved them um, into a, a flower bed. Uh-huh. Oh, they were like these tiny little seed cells, but I figured, gotcha. okay, I'd branch <laughs> off. It's like, you know, tobacco itself is really small, and you'll, you have these tiny seeds, so I figured, okay, I'll put a couple seeds in one little cell. Yeah. And the cells were kind of deep, so whatever. Um, but then after I was able to get them out of there into a flower bed, I then <laughs> transported them from the flower bed into different containers. So one of them was just essentially uh, a Home Depot shout out again um, a container from them just one of those movie <laughs> containers Home Depot is not giving us That's anything it. so don't worry <laughs> <laughs> and I shout out Home Depot the and then, uh, we, can, we can put ourselves and, in Home Depot right now get a shot at Home Depot yeah. oh. get us in the aisles okay we'll be in, we'll be in Home Depot in a second bro don't and you then worry then the so yeah. we'll be there but because um, we only got we got about like seven minutes, eight minutes left, like that. So shoutouts too. Huh? Oh, you have all to right. do shoutouts. You have to do shoutouts anyway. So, all right, we got to wrap up, guys. Um, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna but we're gonna go Home Depot first. Oh Jesus! And then you can then you can do a shout out to Home Depot. Or you can we're gonna finish it off the show like that. Can you find all right. Out? Yeah, hold on. Off to Home Depot. Since we got you here, we might as well. And you're in front of a green screen. We might as well fucking go to Home Depot. There's that. That would be a waste. Oh, okay. Of our energy, if we didn't do it. If we didn't do it, 
It's okay. He he needs a green screen to really be able to be, but he's just going to be like in, he's in the section. He's he. We're checking him <laughs> out in his home his section. Oh, uh, I need some tools. <laughs> I'm going to get a tool. Yeah, go get a tool. I'll have us in Home Depot in two seconds. Oh, right? good. Thank God. Thank God something works around here. Uh, well, good. You guys saved save the show from just me babbling about nothing. So. I enjoy that. Fucking today, I mean, I'm out of turps. I fucking, I'm waiting to go scoop some more diamonds and turps. <laughs> and just post it up. And nice. Pocket. What's uh? All right, we're in Home Depot. Oh, we're in Home Depot, guys. So whenever he gets back, we're there. Uh, What is uh? We'll do your shoutouts first, and then uh, I'll do my own after because I'm gonna finish the show with that, so you guys can chill out and. We're going with the oversized wren. Oh, good. Yes, dude. Dude, Now we're perfect. So where are we, bro? We're. Uh, you can't see in the delay. It's okay. Yeah, I'm in the delay. Back. I'm in the delay zone right now. I don't get to see it. But but oh yeah, you have been perfect right there, man. It's yeah, it's good. It's good. Good times. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I need to. Hmm. Oh, you lined it up perfect. So you're like the over. You're like the giant. Bit, you're like the giant at the end of the aisle. <laughs> in Home Depot right now. It's awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah. You broke off the roof, and then this guy's gonna come and take out, take you out with his, uh, with his fucking wrench. So I haven't yeah. even seen the YouTube video of this yet, so ba- I didn't know if I'd be green. <laughs> like baby, baby stuck on a toilet. You're stuck on an actual normal sized toilet at the back of the thing, and we have to unwrench you. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? There you go. I don't even see it right now, and that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. So. Um, All right. Boom. Right on, man. Give us your shout-outs from Home Depot for real this time. Yeah, so check out our podcast if you're interested or just us us on Instagram. So I'm into Canada Seeds on Instagram. He's at 713meds or you can – Yeah, I'm I'm 713meds. No, you're a big baby stuck at the end of the aisle in fucking Home Depot, stuck in a toilet. You're so big. He's so big. (laughs) I tried to – he was so big. He was a 15-pounder when he was born. Look at him. Ramp stuck on a toilet. That's why I swear to God, this looks perfect. <laughs> Couldn't have planned it better. Uh, I gotta take down this. Yeah, you're, you're in charge, bro. You, you have to figure this out. I have no idea what we're gonna, how we're gonna do this, but um, so I'll s- catch you guys uh, next week on the show, and I'm gonna do my shoutouts for everybody else. Thanks, for, thanks for helping me out, <clears throat> keeping the oh, show yeah. rolling. Thanks for having us on, answering questions and shit. Dude, yeah. Appreciate you for having us. You never Take have. Ha- I never have a shortage of questions with you around, so that's always a good thing. And uh, so I'm like, uh oh, you, you you sometimes hit things that I've totally forgot that I said, which is funny. So then I'm like, oh shit, someone out there is actually listening to what I'm saying. Uh oh, sometimes notes. I he's Canadian. That's the worst. That's the worst thing ever. What do you think about Trudeau and his blackface? What's your what's your what's your Canadian your Canadian? I just heard. About <laughs> I don't even know. Is everybody freaking out? Is everybody freaking out? Uh, I, I think it's definitely, uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, there's more than one instance too. So that was the thing. I know that was the funny part. He goes, well, actually once yeah. in high school, I said, hey, what song so, did he say? Yeah. So he had two blackface incidents. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he'll, he'll, get away. he'll probably get away with it, but uh, <laughs> he'll get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks, guys, for showing up. 
Uh, I'll do my shout outs. Baby will disappear from the back. It'll be like, you did your job, dude. You, you're going to the back. You walk towards the walk away. Walk away. <laughs> and he'll get flushed. You, he can flush him down the toilet. Yep. Zip a doo doop job. All right. They got them at the other store. Sorry, we're looking at we're looking up exotic, exotic cereals cereal right now. Exotic cereals. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah man, I, I, I'm I'm in the game with the exotic cereals. Got Pop Tarts, man. We got Peep cereals, bro. We got Hostess Donut Oat. Yeah, nice. I, 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 had, I had a thing called Cereal Killer back in '93 at my original spot. So I was I had a cereal bar, sold oh, it by yeah. the gram. Ooh. Fucking what? had that shit. Had that shit unlocked, dude. Dude, I, I made seventy dollars a box of cereal. So I was fucking killing it. Like, because <laughs> I was charging so much for the marshmallow shit because nobody had oh. it over there. That was the thing. It was all. Oh. And so I had guys bringing over, like my boy Andy would bring over like 12 boxes and what? I'd trade them for seeds. And he'd be like, yeah, I got like 200 bucks worth of seeds for 20 bucks worth of cereal. And I'd be like, fuck yeah. And then I'd take that 20 bucks worth of cereal and turn it into like 350 bucks, 400 bucks. It was awesome. Wow. It was, uh, those were the days. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I got, I feel you. I, I, I feel I, you. Wait. But you mentioned uh, like before having like those shower caps for when you had the smoke detector go off or uh, whatever. Oh yeah, Adam Dunn shower caps. Yeah, but, Adam uh, Dunn shower. If, if you're really desperate, yeah. and you don't mind. If you don't mind, like you know, using it, you could put. You can always someone can spare a sock, but that that's like the other method. It doesn't really work though. Socks ain't shit. You gotta have. Yeah, what you have to do is take a plastic bag. And something like and something like just tie it off plastic. if you have to. Has to be plastic yeah. though. Can't can't sock ain't gonna do nothing. Still gonna get off. Then you, then you have a sock on your roof and you're all panicking and people are running around. Ah, then the guys come in, they're like, sock, really? And then you get <laughs> then you get double fined for just being lame. <laughs> like they're like, just put a real yeah, shower right. cap, it's bro. Not a shower cap. That's Adam right, Dunn so. shower caps. <laughs> it's the last measure. Hey, they, they're great. The thing is, when you stay at a hotel, you should always ask for a shower cap regardless if you're going to use it or not. And then you just have them in your bags at all times. And then oh. you, you never have to think about it because you, you kind of, if you're about to smoke, it sucks to go downstairs and go, can I get a shower cap? And then you go upstairs and blaze up and you're like, uh. oh, room 230 is smoking. Well, he just came down 10 minutes ago and said, I need two <laughs> But I always do it on my way in and I always like, dude, with my beard. And yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Make up some bullshit. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Got to have shower caps at all times. That's the most important, most important travel thing. That's cool. funny. All right, guys. Peace. Uh, talk to you soon. Thanks, man. All right. Peace out. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Right on into... Boom. Last at the end of the show. New millennium. <coughs> the, uh, the guys are making moves. I see them giving away some fucking winter frost, like gallon fucking size and shit so get check them out newmillenniumnutrients.com see what they're up to they've got some of the best uh uh easy to use high especially for if you're in any kind of larger grow and you want to have some uh control uh multiple products but wisely used and, and and definitely uh has the uh you know the terp ability and all the things you need like the size structure all those things are covered but again the ease of it is really good like my mom loves it and that's all i really need to know my mom loves it <laughs> it's fucking this is shit and uh it's funny too because like she, she likes it too much because like i had shit that was like i was trying to like not use that and see i was trying to do like she comes in and just fucking did everything i was like wow everything looks really good and then she's like, yep, gave it all 
new millennium. Like, oh, but these not those. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yep, gave it to those two. I was like, damn it. So she loves it. She loves it that much. But uh, yeah, go to uh, newmillenniumnutrients.com. Uh, use a done deal whenever you contact them. If you kind of contact them direct, if they got them in your shop. Uh, give it a try otherwise also like i said contact the director i think they'll even send you a little pet pack they call it uh use the done deal code for a little bit of tracking and uh do yourself a favor also big news incredibles oh sucked into the giant medicine man <laughs> but they're hanging in actually i read about it it's like it's a little bit more of a portfolio situation. There's Got no, you. no change of anybody, no nothing. Everything's the oh. same. It's all that there's no over. There's nothing like that. It's just more like, okay, we're all going to sell together at the same time and then we're all going to share. The, you know, hmm. Come together for the IPOs and all that bullshit. So. Interesting. Yep. So anyway, they're, cool. just, they're just going. But, it, <coughs> you know, they took over. The same company got... Uh, uh, Maggie's Farm also recently. So oh, Maggie's really? Farm, Strawberry Fields, all those brands, boom, 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 boom. Wow. Just yar, yar, $170 million they spent already on brands. Really? Just buying them up left and right. So I was incredibly shocked, 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 shocked. Yeah. Otherwise I was. I was like, what? Not Incredibles. They're my sponsors. I've been backing them. All of a sudden, no. But actually, like I said, we're all pretty much... Like, I checked into it, and it was one of those deals where I was like, all right, I guess it's good for everybody as far as, you know, getting them part of a bigger bigger picture and uh, getting the exit strategy. No, not really. Those guys are, are making the fucking most consistent quality right now, and that's one of those things that separates them. So you go to iloveincredibles.com, check out Store Finder, check out where it states they're in, all those good things. There's some other announcements coming from them that I saw which was a uh, I think it was a CBD product so I think they have like three new products coming out all sorts of shit I, I saw like it was, it was bubbling it's bubbling over there in Incredibles nice so I think we're gonna have D-Money come back on the show soon because he had already said he couldn't talk mm. but I think soon he can <clears throat> about I'm, not, I'm pretty sure at least about what's already happened and uh, bring us some fucking chocolate yeah we need that episode yeah. Where we hang out like a good couple hours before. Yeah, check it out like a week before or whatever because, you know, you got to check it all out of whatever. What do you mean check it out? No, we check it out like an hour, a couple hours before the show, so we're super high. Oh, yeah. So we're like, yeah, that sounds super quiet and, s- and slow and terrible and hard oh, to hear. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yes, you get it now. I wanted to do the, originally it was the kid, the 5280 challenge. That was going to be Incredibles assisted. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nice. But check them out. Done deal coming your way. Also, if you but if you want to get a done deal right now and you want to grow your own shit and have you in control of everything, you just go to buildasoil.com. Boom. Talk to Jeremy. Uh, or just go to the shop. Go online. Don't talk to nobody. Just be like, boop, boop, boop. Need that. If you're inside of Colorado <coughs> or uh, New Mexico, you can get free shipping, especially over five. Well, it's over 500 bucks. But if you're going to get a bunch of stuff like soil and things. Oh, they had a soil sale that just like today ended. But I bet if you called in and done deal tonight or tomorrow and ordered it, living soil, all that good shit, they're having a big old sale. Maybe you can apply your done deal deal plus the deal deal and triple deal. I don't know. I saw that. I was like, oh, shit. Perfect time. They had all that shit lined up. 
Uh, you can also go to them for your IPM products. You can go to them for all the all those things you need to be succeed, basically. Uh, Buildasoil.com, 855-877-SOIL. That's another way to get in touch with them. So don't forget the done deal. Regardless, if you buy the soil or not, throw that at them. Uh, Root-wise, things like that, great products. Uh, all tried and true. There's a bunch of products. that Whenever I have any kind of organic product, I'll give him a call, and I've had a few examples where I, people were all stoked and like, yeah, I'm going to this thing, and I called him up, and he's like, oh, hell no, that shit was fake. All their studies are fake. I was like, oh, shit. Thank God we didn't just invest all our time and energy in some bullshit. And it might have even been okay, but it wasn't what it was supposed to be represented as. So he does all that for you, which is awesome. Uh, so check him out. Also, listen to some of the, the old shows from him. That's uh, always very informative. Nice. <coughs> also, uh, next we have... Green Farms. Greenfarms.co, the one I always forget because I somehow skip over it and go back. <laughs> Throwing on some fire right now. Go to greenfarms.co, uh, check out the website. You can also go down to, if you're in Colorado Springs, you can check out their uh, store they have if you have a medical card. That is, because that's what Springs is like. And uh, but if you but if you live there, you probably already know that. And if you listen to the show and you throw the done deal, I think you might be getting something else. We shall see. Uh, but uh, they also have a shop call. Uh, they have a shop up in uh, uh, Louisville, uh, Green Farms Feed and Seed, and you can go check out that shop uh, if you want to get any kind of organic materials. Uh, and you want them in your hands if you haven't ordered them already from Buildasoil. He's got a lot of a lot of crossover there. Uh, they also have a, a Buffalo in-house brand, and uh, the the what's the what's the Green Farms Feed and Seed? No, not the Feed and Seed. What's the uh, what is the worms called? Oh, Rasta Rust Worms. Rasta Rasta Worms. Yes, exactly. <coughs> but uh, check them out. Also. As always, whenever you talk to these guys, you're here for the Adam Dunn Show. Done deal. Now. Done, now. Now. Uh, yeah, greenfarms.co. We'll have them on sometime soon, too, because they got a lot going on. So, got to, like, nail them down. JW, he's a squirrely one, that JW. But we'll get him on. Uh, and next we have... Treasure. Treasure. If you're in Barcelona and you want to check out and get some super done deals, you go to Treasure. Uh, club Club Treasure uh, You can look them up online uh, Jump in a cab Head straight to them Hit the door Boom Walk in Say you want the done deal <whistles> Doors are open Red carpet's rolled out Yep Treated like a king So You go to Treasure doc, I think not Treasure.com Because I don't think they have that So you have to go to Treasure On Facebook and go to Treasure Barcelona, see some beautiful artwork. I think it's Treasure BCN. How oh, BCN, there you go. See, mm -hmm. you know more than me. Uh, <laughs> but also, if you, they have some of the best artists in Europe uh, doing work at their spot. So it's always beautiful and ever-changing. Uh, check them out. Uh, and they also got some Sage Master Select strains on the menu coming up, or at nice. least they were. So we'll find out. I was trying to call them today and find out what's going on, with, get an update on that. But if you're in the area and you uh, want to get a real done deal, phew, there it is. You just got to travel like thousands of miles to right. get it. It's like, damn it. <laughs> Why can't it be closer? Um, and, of course, uh, seats here now. 
they must be all over the place too. There's so many shows. There's like I think they, there's Boston and here and there and everywhere. I'm not sure. Haven't got the update. Uh, but their websites are up and rolling. Everything's rocking. Uh, can't say it's not a struggle. That's for sure. But it has been. But if you uh, want to order from them, uh, you guaranteed service. That's the most important thing. And guaranteed sort of back. If you have any issues, no problem. Uh, get them smooth. That's the other thing. You know, you're buying seeds. Get them fast. All those things. Get them now. Get them smooth. Get them fast. Get them here. But uh, you also got to use the done deal. This is the problem. Nobody's using the fucking done deal. I get yelled at. Like, like no one's doing it. I'm like, nobody? I think everybody's just high and they don't fucking think about it. So if you actually are buying seeds <coughs> and you're not using the done deal, then you're just wasting, you're wasting money. Yeah. So you just got to, at checkout, done deal, buy some seeds. So I look like I got at least a couple people. Right. Because back in the day, a lot of people bought seeds, but I think they, then they just kind of forgot. And then they didn't have an official code. Then they finally got an official code. Then nobody used the code. Yeah. <sighs> Make sure you're using the code. Can't believe it. So. Area 51 sale, one day only. Dude, Area 51 sale. That's like right wow. away. I would have been on that. Look at that. Uh, some things worked. Sold out. Sold out. See? BOGO craziness going on. Yeah. Check them out. Uh, also got a forum <clears throat> for for breeders. So if you want to get some info direct to the breeder, uh, you can do that there, which is awesome. And again, don't forget to use the fucking code. Damn it. Uh, done deal. Done deal, as usual. Can't not remember that. I hear it so often now. It's so funny. When you, now you hear it like when people are like, on the news and shit. Yeah. It's not a done deal yet. I'm like, oh, of course it's not. Yeah. And I have not blessed the deal. <laughs> There's no done deal between Iran and fucking America. Are you kidding me? Uh, so that leaves us with the Illuminar. Boom. Bam. Uh, Illuminar lighting also all over at these shows. I see some booths set up here, there, and everywhere. It was also happy birthday to Scott. I saw that like a couple days ago. Didn't really hit him up online because it's like, happy birthday, bro. So mm. I think I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I think I liked it, but I don't think I commented on it. But, uh, so happy birthday there. Hopefully that's rolling. Also, yeah, those guys just got the, the best in lighting and uh, – also, you can go to the Word of the Month. Go to their uh, their Instagram account. Check out the Word of the Month, uh, and use that at the last Friday of every month. Here, we're giving away lights, so check that out. And you can uh, you can win yourself a three fifteen uh, ceramic metal halide with your choice of bulb. So nice, yeah. But uh, you go to illuminarlighting.com if you want to check out that site. And if you're happen to be at a show, you'll see their booths are always super tight. And they also got, uh, if uh, not every time, but at certain shows, they'll have uh, some select breeders also available there on site. So keep an eye out if the shows are cannabis friendly. Then they are. If not, they probably aren't. You never know, right? <laughs> you never know. Uh, but those guys have yeah some great. I heard Sage Master Select. Don't even know who that guy is. In the corral, mm. that fucking guy stole my name. No, he didn't. Whoa, uh, whoa! No, he didn't. Oh, that's me. So. Oh, oh, bro. Oh, Sage Master Select, bro. Yeah, I know, man. I, I know. Only, I mentioned it once on the show. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 
yeah, but check them out. Done deal, of course, no matter what. And uh, we'll have them on the show at some point soon too, and see what's see what's cracking. It's all about it's all about timing, right. and lighting, lights. When it comes to lighting, uh, they also got the controller in house too now, so like that's that's a great add on if you already have some of their stuff, and if not, like you're starting fresh. That's a nice way to keep it in check, save a little power, fucking get the maximum out of it like you should. <sighs> okay. And then our last uh, shout out to Home Depot. Maybe you can help this guy in the background here. He's oh, is he behind? Which side is he on that side? He's on the other side. He's on that yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. He hey, dude. I don't have my orange shirt. I need an orange shirt to fucking make it work. Yeah, but he's looking for something. He could use some help. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Home Depot, for, for, for hanging. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, we will uh, see you guys next week. Thanks for checking in, as usual, like Adam Dunshow style. We never knew. We figured we had the kid the whole show. Yeah. He well, bailed. He was lame. Yeah, what was that? Lame. Kid. <laughs> again. Kid. Once again, lame me out. Uh, and those guys, I didn't know that fucking Beanstalk was going to be on, so I would have promoted that also. Yeah, harder. right. Yeah. Uh, I'm super stoked to see those guys do some killer work because that shit was like exactly right up my alley. See that? I, maybe I'll get my dream will come true. Oh, and, yeah. And we will create uh, Up in Smoke fucking... Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show style, which isn't anybody can do it, but I just think it'd be better to do it with them and huh. at the first couple of them just to get the vibe rolling. Yeah, because Rocky Horror Picture Show was just an idea when you saw the movie, you were like, Yeah, we, you ever went to one of the Rocky I still Horror haven't gone to one of those. Oh, ever so you don't know nothing. I don't well, know. Anyway, anything. back in the day, it was I like, mean, the, it was the shit, and so it's kind of like, Yeah, it's fucking time to uh, it is time to fucking uh, do that because. We don't want the fucking, the Ute to forget <laughs> where they came from. And so it's almost like, uh, it's it's literally like ingrained in your head, you know? It's like, if you don't get a job by sundown, I'm sending you off to military school <laughs> with the goddamn Finkelstein shit <laughs> kid. God, like you're watching and you know exactly the timing is so e- quintessential you know what I mean that's it's so like funny you said Finkelstein because that's like the dude who ruins our other podcast <laughs> oh we, is it we, we yeah. s- we've known him since he's a kid and we called him Finkelstein ever since he was a kid so uh, that's, that's it's funny. hilarious and it makes sense oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. but yeah it's like shoot the moon you know just like you know all the fucking timings and yeah you, and you could just bang that shit out like a f- play yeah and people would dig it and you could get girls playing fucking cheech and who gives a shit you know what i mean it wouldn't matter totally it's just a big fucking joke at the end so somebody do it throw me a bone give me a free ticket be like all right adam thanks for giving me the idea <laughs> i made 18 million dollars last year uh we're going nationwide we're fucking we're in every city we're in vegas i'm like fuck i probably should have probably should have fucking stayed on that idea mm. but i still think it's got to be done it's fucking mandatory i just I have no time all uh, right anyway ramble ramble uh shout out to my beautiful wife cc little nick nick's down at grandma's he was super stoked he had his homework now. It's like fucking crazy. Dude. Homework? Yes, it's fucking nuts. I'm like, what? He's got homework? And, uh, yeah, so he has this. They give it to you on Monday, and yeah. you have to have it done by Friday. It's not nothing. It's something. It's like a couple pages of yeah. this and that. And you're like, oh, dude, you're putting the pressure on him so hard. It's so young. It's like, ugh. 
I could see it like killing him. Like, oh, son, son, no, mm-hmm. come you back. You have to do yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, but it's fucking rough. It's rough. But he uh, also, it's. I mean, he's got to learn. You know, like, and it's tough because math and shit like that. That shit's fucking. It's. I can already see like by third grade, I'll be like, I don't know, I don't even know. <laughs> it's like past my fucking memory banks of like, it'll be like pre-algebra or some bullshit because they already have them doing like. You know, additions, subtraction, fucking, not quite multiplication and division yet, but yeah. on the edge of that, you're like, damn, they're pushing hard, fast, like there's no messing around. Yep. And you have two minutes to fill in as many things as you can. You're like, two minutes. I know him. He's like, flopping around for two minutes. Uh, <laughs> shit. Before you even get some the pencil to paper. Exactly. So anyway, shout out to them, of course. Shout out to. Uh, chat gang and everybody watching the show uh next week i'm gonna have big i'm gonna have big mike not that big mike uh gas house big mike uh on the show because he's got a video drop 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 so he uh he was shooting a video for pressure or something like that i don't know who that is um, I, i'm so out of it dude mike's always been like when like he was so young when i first was hanging out with him he was like 18 or something 19 so he was like the listening to screw dj screw he had like 400 screws yeah. you know he's like total houston totally, yeah. Devin the dude Devin the dude screw you know all that shit yeah and i was like what are you <laughs> like it like Devin the dude is cool but fucking dj screw is just like fucking like <laughs> just drank a bunch of fucking i actually dig screw i don't know cough syrup or something yeah. like, Wars, <laughs> it was like if you took biggie and you sh- slowed it down totally that's what it sounded like i was like what is this and he had like 200 tapes or something yeah that he traveled around with and roar. I was like what are you doing yeah yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, is this thing cutting out on me what's going on I don't know what's happening it's fucking weird alright so anyway Big Mike's coming on the show uh, pretty much to uh, to tell the world that I created him you know, I, I made him what he I, I created him from nothing <laughs> <laughs> no not, not from nothing it's pretty funny though but Gas House is blowing up so it's one of those things where he's he's got some uh He's working with some good people out there, so we're going to have some chats. Maybe we'll have some of the other guys on. Who knows? But uh, that's the starting point. So we are having, hopefully, Big Mike on, dropping his video. And he made a video, so there you go. Nice. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> but, yeah, so anyway, he's here, he said he's going to give me clout now, so it's good. Getting my clout, getting my clout on. Sweet. Sweet. Peace, guys. All right. Forty records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip to cop out to groove the psychedelic checks on the record albums and their own. This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetic like mother five We want you to smoke the real thing. Want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana, some call it sensor media, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it ganja.